future, Marco finished his high school diploma. 50% of getting your high school diploma is walking through those doors. This hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. In the midst of the scandal over classified documents found in President Biden's home and former office, House Republicans demand the White House surrender all information related to its searches that uncovered those documents. Also being sought, visitor logs from the president's home in Wilmington, Delaware. The flight data and voice recorders, so-called black boxes, have been recovered from the scene of the plane crash in Nepal. The BBC's Regina Vajanathan says 68 bodies have been found as well, the country's deadliest air disaster in three decades. As daylight broke, rescue efforts resumed at the crash site. Hundreds of police officers continued to comb through the charred wreckage. A police spokesman told the BBC there was little hope of finding survivors. As Nepal enters a national day of mourning, more questions are being asked about how this happened. In this mountain nation, the terrain and weather can be difficult to navigate. Others say safety standards and aircraft need to be improved and updated. A government body's been set up to investigate the cause of yesterday's disaster. Federal investigators looking into Friday's close call between two planes on runways at New York's Kennedy Airport. A potential disaster averted when an air traffic controller ordered a departing Delta jet to abort takeoff. The death toll from a Russian missile strike on an apartment building in southeastern Ukraine continues to rise. It now stands at 40. Emergency crews have worked through the frigid night and the wreckage of the multi-story residential building. At least 75 people were wounded, three dozen others missing. Legendary Italian movie star Gina Lola Brigida has died. She passed this morning in Rome at the age of 95. Wall Street closed today for the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. More on these stories at townhall.com. We're entering a time of increasing hostility against people of faith. A time when Christians are going to be tested on a moral and physical and financial basis, unlike any other time in our lifetime. I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author, evangelical leader, here to remind you that you have to take action to protect and steward what God has given you. For example, record high inflation is going to continue to eat away at the dollar, and the savings of your retirement account is in danger. Fortunately, God does provide a way. To protect your retirement, I recommend diversifying your 401k or IRA out of paper and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. Now, to see how it works, just text the word FAITH to 989898. That'll give you access to a free info kit on gold IRAs. There are no strings attached, so text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 right now, and I pray your family is blessed with peace of mind because you took action. There are claims of an unholy alliance between international business and industry and the military junta in Myanmar has to do with weaponry the military is using to stamp out dissent among civilians. The Special Advisory Council on Myanmar was founded by former UN officials who remain focused on the country. They say the military regime that seized power in a coup almost two years ago is making its own weapons to carry out atrocities. Officially, more than 2,600 people have been killed by the regime since the coup. But the real death toll is thought to be 10 times higher. And companies from at least 13 countries are believed to be fueling the military's weapons production. The BBC's Celia Hatton. 
German police say a man has died after crashing a limo into Berlin's iconic Brandenburg Gate. News and analysis at townhall.com. In a bid to counter a rival's growing influence in a key part of the world, the U.S. working on new cooperation deals with two Pacific Island nations. The agreements would extend ties considered critical to maintaining balance in the U.S.-China rivalry for influence in a region where the Chinese are rapidly expanding their economic, diplomatic, and military clout. Memorandums of understanding signed with the Marshall Islands and Palau administration officials hopefully will pave the way for the quick completion of broader agreements that will govern the island's relations with Washington for the next two decades. Rhonda Rockstra reporting. The Sunday after a tornado devastated much of the historic city of Selma, Alabama, church congregations raised up prayers of gratitude for lives that were spared and prayers of comfort for lives lost elsewhere in the storm that ripped across the south. More on these stories at townhall.com. Becoming partly sunny this afternoon, a breezy day today, 41, cold tonight down to 25. Kind of overcast tomorrow, chance for a few showers up to 44. Then Wednesday looks pretty good, partly sunny, breezy, and very warm, high of 49. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. I thought intro music would be really cool. Sheldon Martinez in for <laughs> Stu Breyer. I like that music. I'm going to work on that. Shelly Martinez in for Stu Breyer, and uh, I'm excited about being back here at 1310 uh, Personality Radio, WICH Norwich, and at 94.5 uh, FM at W233DB Norwich. Excited to be here. And um, you know what? I've had a really busy day for a person who's uh, in on a holiday. It's been kind of crazy for me. So um, I didn't get a chance to do any um, reading or anything. So, hey, let's just bring it on. You guys call me up, tell me what's going on, and we'll just follow your lead. Wanted to, they just did the forecast. Flurries, snow showers possible. It was nasty morning. I came in, it was cold, man. I can't decide. You wake up, it's 50. You wake up, it's 30. Yesterday, there were snow showers, but there was no snow. I love New England. I love New England. I just never know what to wear. Okay, um, I've always told you guys I'm a California girl, and I never, ever know what to do. <laughs> I have so many coats. But uh, anyways, so, uh, so this caught my eye. I want to give some uh, props to our good friends at the Guard Art Center. I am a single girl. I, I, I've I attempted marriage several times. <laughs> I'm just not very good at it, apparently. But I... Um, I do have friends that are single, and I told them about this. This is Speed Dating Live at the Guard Art Center. It's going to be at the Oasis Room. Um, there was open at 7, Speed Dating Live. Now, this is the good part. I'm going to be a spectator. Can you imagine? I've never seen this. It's for adult, an adult event, 18 plus. The tickets are $15, $20 at the door. Speed Dating Live. That's when people sign up to be... Um, to be, to be chosen. Could you imagine putting yourself out there in front of all the strangers you don't even know? Well, wait a minute. That's what people do every day. Never mind. But uh, that's going on at the Guard Arts Center, and that's Friday. 
uh, February 3rd. And me and my girlfriends, who are single, are going to go check it out. And if that doesn't scare us into staying single, I don't know what else will. But uh, speed dating, you may, you've seen it on the television. You thought about it when maybe you're thinking about it now. But, uh, I, you know... That that ship has passed for some, um, but we just thought it'd be really fun uh, for us girls to be spectators. So I just thought I'd give you um, tell you about it since they do so much good in the world over there, Card Art Center, and Elijah um, Spick Spick Spick. I can't pronounce his last name. He's gonna he's a comedian. He's very good. I'm gonna work on his last name. He is going to be the MC. So there's a comedian, and it's an it's a, a speed dating show live but you can also sign up to be on it so if you're a single person looking for that special somebody then uh, you can go to guard art center and uh, let them know but uh, i just went there and um, it's pretty reasonable and i'm thinking it sounds like a lot of fun um for me and my girls because we like to see stuff like that we like to talk about being single um (laughs) We really do. Uh, Talk about our past relationships, talk about our grandkids, talk about our kids uh, and things that are going on in the world. So I just thought I would make a mention of that because it sounds like so much fun and that's something I'm going to be doing. Your weekend. Marty was uh, busy this weekend. He was not only watching football, but he was going to new restaurants. Um, I know he went to the uh, Coast Guard Academy to see their band, which he was very impressed with. And uh, he was busy. I went to a friend's birthday party on Friday night. I don't get out much, but I did. Inv- uh, me and my, my my peeps, we went out to a restaurant to celebrate somebody turning 40. Uh, you may know him. His name is Eddie. He lives out in um, Ledgerd. When I say Gales Ferry Ledgerd, everybody knows Eddie. He rides his bike everywhere. And he put kind of an all call on Facebook. And so me and my friends decided to go. Unfortunately, they shut down the restaurant because their water, something was wrong with their water. So they couldn't. Isn't that funny? We go there. I get there for my my first night out in a long time. And um, they canceled me, man. They knew I was there. But we had a nice meal anyway. What did you do this weekend? Uh, the forecast is not inviting. After I get off the air, I'm going to do some shopping. And then I'm going to babysit my grandkids this afternoon because they're home from school. So I stock up on crafts. I go to the dollar store, Walmart, any place. Um, I go to yard sales, anything I see. I have crafts. And I have a whole closet full. And my my grandson, his name is Harris. He's five. He said, Grandma, I... I'm craft out, man. My last grandma, we went to her house. She had us doing crafts all day. I was like, what? A kid that doesn't want to paint? A kid that doesn't want to stick his finger in Play-Doh? No, he didn't want to do that. See, we made a pumpkin muffins instead. (laughs) If I can't get him to do crafts, we always can cook. Uh, Your phone calls always make the the, uh, show go. We'll do a couple commercials and come back with your phone calls right after this. Shelly Martinez in for Stu Breyer. Do not touch that dial. Stu will be back uh, by 11 o'clock, hopefully. WICH Personality Radio. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Valvies, you're gonna love it. 
The new year is here. Falvey's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram has you covered with our Start Something New sales event going on now. Let us help you make 2023 your best year yet. You work hard, you deserve it. Falvey's will help you have the best car buying experience. Falvey's has a great selection of models in stock ready for immediate delivery. Falvey's has one of the largest selections of new vehicles to choose from, including the all-new plug-in hybrid 4XE Grand Cherokee and Wrangler. Save big during our Start something new sales event located on route 32 in norwich just down the street from mohegan sun or visit us online at falvies.com in the comfort of your own home where you can easily custom order to meet your needs in the center of it all serving southeastern connecticut and beyond since 1932 no matter what direction you're coming from all roads lead to falvies hi this is tj falvey stop by today and experience the falvey's difference w-i-c-h 1310 Shelly Martinez and for Stu Breyer. Looking for your phone calls? You don't have to you can tell me what you did for the weekend. That'd be fun. But, uh, oopsie, I didn't mean to do that. Sorry about that. We'll play that in just a minute because um, the phone is ringing twice. Two phone calls, two lines open. Hi, WICH. You're on the air. Hi, Shelly. Hey, what's going on? Hey, good to hear you. Oh, thank you. It's good to hear you as well. Hey, thanks. I um, was thinking. Be- I think of these questions just out of uh, chance. I love it. And when I, right before I called, I was going to talk about something else, but a seagull flew by. Uh-huh. So there's the question of the day: is how far inland do seagulls go, and what's the furthest inland that any you or anybody out listening has ever seen a seagull? Where do you live? I live in Groton, so that's easy to see them. But oh, because I live I don't in, know if they're in Norwich, the Park, yeah. But I think they hang around the reservoir. Yeah, they um, they hang around Norwich. You know, when I do, we do food drives. Uh, used to do food drives at Big Y, and one of the things we noticed was the seagulls coming in, and we would ponder that. So that's a darn good question. Uh, uh, yeah, that's great to know about going as far as Norwich. I didn't think they went that far. They're, they clean up after people. So anywhere there's food or garbage or water, there they'll be, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, that's the question of the day. So you've got the uh, the furthest away from the ocean answer that I've heard so far. So what do I win? <laughs> uh, you get the Wonder Award. Ah, oh, thank you. That wonder is the, of the day. The Wonder <laughs> of the day. I love it. Love it. Okay. And I used to live around Lake Champlain, and they were there because it's like a small ocean. Well, of course they're there. They're just about everywhere, aren't they? Um, yeah. But I, I, you ever throw food to them, and then you got to cross the busy road to get back away from them, and then cars come? <laughs> no. I no, but I... I had, we had these old, stale uh, muffins, mm-hmm. so I figured I'd given them to the seagulls, but I couldn't get back across, like, dive-bombing me. Yeah, they could be very aggressive, they can be very aggressive, and I think I fed them probably when I first came out from California thinking, oh, the kids, throw them something. But people don't want you to. They'll say, don't, don't feed them because that, they get more aggressive and they come, they come right up to you and they'll start dive-bombing you, as you found out. So it's not yeah. a good idea, yeah. I, I suppose. The question of number one question there. Number one. Subtitle sub A is, <laughs> uh, what was the, the uh, poem Jonathan Livingston Seagull about. Was it about a seagull or no? I thought it was. I think it was. They had seagull necklaces and stuff when it was popular. 
and I don't know what it was about, um, but I, I, I know I heard the name Jonathan Livingston Siegel. I recall, too. Yours? Yeah. That's funny. Well, I'll let you go, Shelly. Thank hey. you. Hey, thanks for your call. I appreciate it. Bye. Good. Oh, you hung up. That's all right. That's right, because they, they knew the phone was ringing, and they said, ah, oh, Shelly's on. I really wanted to stop to stew. Don't worry. So you said, Shelly, can you cover me for just about an hour? And I said, I always, always got your back, Stu. Hi, WICH. You're on the air. Hey, good morning, Shelly. Hey, Happy what? New Year. Uh, thank you very much. How are you? I'm okay. Good. Yeah, happy Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, day. It's a good thing to remember, most definitely. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And plus, yeah, you get I a day off, you. so it's nice. Guess what's happening to me? You're a California girl. I am. I grew up in South Philly. I'm going, I talked to my sister, man. It's been a month, and we're really getting it all in line. I'm going back in yeah. the spring. Are uh, you going back to live or going back to just live. for a visit? Oh, we'll miss you. Yeah, I've been gone 40 years. Oh, my. You know what? Yeah, I was Go 19 back. when I joined the military. And, yeah. Uh, this will be great for now, you. And, uh, she said, Joe, I want you to come back home. And she's she's single like you. She's 64. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, we're about the same age, you and me, right, Joe? Yeah, we are. Yeah, I'm 62. Uh, and, she's, and her daughter, she's a nurse. She's doing well. They're doing well. And she said, look. I think you should come back home, Joe. This is where you belong. That so is I'm, so I'm wonderful. Psyched. You're going to make me cry, Joe. You're going to make me cry. That's cool. That she <laughs> well, she made that yeah. recommendation. That yeah, is really. I'm cool. a little bit. I'm a little bit soft on my toes because you know it's going. It's a long time, and uh, you know I've visited in Philly. Sure. Many many years. My marriage and everything. Brought my wife and you know. Uh, but I'm excited. But I'm. I'm kind of a little intimidated because it's going to be different. I know it is. Well, you know, there's no, um, there's no harm in trying it. You know what I mean? There's no harm. Oh, no, you get no, there no. and you'll and no. and you'll love being with family and they'll love having yeah. you. And yeah, give it a chance and, and be sure to don't be a stranger. It's not like you don't have a, you can't get us uh, by phone and talk to everybody. So and yeah. check it out. We'd love to find out how it goes and and just encourage us. You know what? I, uh, you know, I'm talking to you on my little flip phone. I'm old mm-hmm. school. I know a little bit about computers and stuff. I was more yeah. of a uh, mechanical kind of guy, EB and, and the Navy, everything. But the thing is, and I told Stu, he said, yeah, look, my sister is very savvy, probably just as much as you. And uh, <laughs> I can get an iPod. I can go on and, and check out the Super Hour show. I can get Please w- do. Do you not? Yeah. Call. Yeah, please do. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, so it's not like I'm okay. But well, we got the you end now. Of the world and Christopher Columbus thought the land was flat. Yeah, <laughs> I already sailed across all the big ocean, man, <laughs> in the Navy. <laughs> Twenty-one years. Twenty-one years. Hey, Joe, it's so good to hear from you, and I'm glad we got you at least till spring. And we'll uh, keep in touch. Okay. I certainly will, Shelly, man. Good luck, babe. See you, all right? All right. Oh, I love man calling me babe. That ain't no shame there. Thanks so much for your call. Um, 860-889-5252. I had to think about it there for a minute. We got to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Fox News commentary. LAPD bans the thin blue line flag after complaints from the woke crowd. I wish I was kidding. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Inflation is nothing more than legalized theft. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and to preserve your wealth, I highly recommend keeping physical gold in your retirement account. 
To learn more, text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold IRAs from Birch Gold, which is the only gold IRA company I trust. So text SHELTER to 989898 to request your free info kit right now. All the ridiculous and anti-law enforcement moves the state of California and city of L.A. have made in the last three years, this may be the most woke yet. LAPD announced it has banned the thin blue line flag from public areas within police departments over a complaint the flag represented violent extremist views. This is outrageous. Law enforcement has been denigrated, demonized, and demoralized at the hands of real violent groups such as Antifa and BLM. But now they have to remove a proud law enforcement symbol because it offends those wokesters? That thin blue line represents the sacrifice made by every man and woman in blue. It's not racist. It's a testament to the line those officers hold between good and evil every single day they put on that badge and uniform. I'm so sick of our officers being forced to bow down and appease the mob. I'm even more disgusted at the so-called police leadership that allows it to happen. I'm Tommy Laren. On Wednesday, January 18th, join Dane Rue at the LaGrua Center in Stonington to learn about the history of the Slater Museum and the story of its collection. As museum director, Dane will take audiences into the vault and share exclusive behind-the-scenes photos and pieces that are currently hidden from public view. This free lecture is open to all and is sponsored by the Connecticut Humanities. The Grua Center is a cultural jam located in Stonington Borough, presenting concerts, art, and speakers to all in the community. You can find more information about this event and other programs at lagruacenter.org. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at crohnscolitisfoundation.org. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Indoor growing season is upon us. Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair has a full line of vegetables and flower seeds in stock now. From peat pots to grow lights, Johnson's Hardware has what you need to get a head start on your garden this winter. Johnson's Hardware carries Costa Maine Sprout Island Blend organic and natural seed starter soil, free of undesirable toxins. An organic potting mix is the best choice for seed starting, especially when growing edible plants. It's specifically designed for germinating seeds, rooting cuttings, and growing them into healthy, disease-resistant plants. Did you know Johnson's Hardware has the lowest bird seed prices around? With over 100 feeders in stock, you can find the right one for your backyard. Have your power equipment tuned up and ready to go by one of Johnson's certified repairmen. You can count on them to keep it running in tip-top shape all season long. Visit Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair at 44 Hill Road in Groton or online at johnsonsrental.com. If you don't start there, you'll end there. The Breezeline Winter Cinema Series is back at the Guard in New London. Their state-of-the-art digital projection system creates the best movie viewing in the region. Their popular winter film series starts January 26th and will feature 20 or more critically acclaimed, Oscar-nominated, and Golden Globe-winning movies. A limited number of season passes are available for only $65. Go to guardarts.org for more information and the movie lineup. Sponsored in part by the Secor Auto Group, Hall Communications, and Blueprints Unlimited. The Breezeline Winter Cinema Series starts January 26th at the Guard in New London. Gotta go to the guard. 
1310 WICH Shelly Martinez Put a little intro on there when I'm in for Stu Why is that working? Okay, it's cool, it's cool And um, I'm here uh, Stu's going to be uh, in at 11 o'clock So if you want to save all your phone calls for him That's okay We can play some of this great music That we have in our WICH uh, music vault That's what I'll say The music vault Because it's so great In fact, I was looking at some um, because John uh, didn't always coming in, so he didn't. He had uh, he scheduled it for Stu, and Stu usually pulls his own music. But I I don't have the beauty of seeing the music. I get to go looking for it. So I'm looking and I'm salivating. Believe me, he, we have a huge vault of great music and the stuff that you know and love. So um, yeah, I'm excited about that. You know, part of being a DJ is getting t- in touch with so many great local businesses in our area. And Healthy Hut just came by and brought me a um, a milkshake and it is delicious. It's over in Uncasville and I appreciate that so very much. And um, yeah, so Stu will be in at eleven o'clock. He, you know, he's really great. Stu he just walked in. And he says, can you cover me on Monday? And I was thinking, Monday? What's Monday? I, I forgot it was a vacation day. But it doesn't matter because I would come in no matter what. No matter what. It's like so 889-5252. I have to think about it. I am Shelly Martinez in for Stu Breyer. Stu Breyer um, is, of course, on ICH until 2 o'clock. Love, Stu. And I'm just in here substituting for when he comes back. So I, I was reading, we get these great radio preps of little little stories that uh, come up in the news. And they're so obscure and so odd. But this one struck a nerve. Um, let me see if it strikes a nerve with you as well. A woman is banned from Walmart for forgetting to scan her peanut butter cups. Out in Texas, Montgomery, a woman who was banned from Walmart for forgetting to bag in, uh, scan, excuse me, a bag of Reese's peanut butter cups, as she was shopping, she scanned thirty-one dollars worth of groceries at the self-checkout, and um, she forgot to scan her peanut butter cups. I don't know where they were. It doesn't say the security guard stopped her as she was leaving because she thought he she thought she stole the bag of Reese's peanut butter cups. Uh, she had forgot to scan them. They were she was taken to a holding cell in the back of the store where she was questioned for over an hour by the Walmart Walmart security and she was not arrested but Walmart refuses to comment she is uh, banned from Walmart for forgetting to scan the Reese's peanut butter cups now uh, sometimes uh, I think they do this on purpose but if the lines are long usually I try to get a cashier but I think they, they limit the cashiers on the floor I may be wrong so you're kind of pushed to do the scanning. So I've done it. I've done it. And have I forgotten to scan something? Yeah. You know what? I usually have a big pocketbook. I use it for work. I put my lunch in there. I put my bottles of water in there. My medication. Everything's in there. It's huge. And um, as I'm going along, I try to put everything in that top basket where you put typically put your your little baby or your kindergarten right there in the top basket. And it's my, my big bags there. So... I've never, ever taken anything in my bag, but underneath it, like something small, and yeah, I did. I went in, and, and or I just went in and didn't, I gave it to the cashier and said, this didn't go through, or whatever. Um, I would hate to think that I would be banned from Walmart, because this happened more than once. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, 
that's something you forget to pay for. And uh, this is kind of outrageous. I have been in retail. I've been in retail before I got into radio 20 years ago. I was in a Payless drugstore in California. It used to be the big, big thing, Payless drugstore. It was kind of like, let me see if I'm aging myself, thrifties. Um, it was a Walmart, Target kind of thing, but it was pretty big. And uh, we had to, as I, in California, they had to walk out the door before we could stop them. So it's really funny that he stopped her at the door because a lot of folks, they, they do forget to pay for things or pull it out. Usually security is watching somebody if they look um, they look suspicious. I remember one time I was talking security when I was, they were bored. They're, they look like a customer. So be careful. Um, <laughs> you shoplifters out there, they look like customers. And so they will say, oh, I, one time I had to take this lady and she tried on shoes on her little baby and then she forgot to take them off and I had to arrest her. And he was definitely telling me all these horror stories and man, oh man, um, must be tough. But when they had a shoplifter in the good old days, 20, 30, 40 years ago, yes, Joe, I'm your age. Um, they used to have all the men, sorry, ladies, or the big girls, uh, they used to go and they'd all kind of almost like a gang and follow them outside. So it'd be one security guard and like three or four of our biggest, I mean, the boys loved it. I did this when I was in college. And they all followed the person out and then they kind of, hey, what do you got in your purse? Or we saw you. And they would escort them in. And women in California always have, and I'm sure it's here, if it's a woman shoplifter, a woman has to be present inside as they're doing the interrogation or they're they're questioning them. And so as <laughs> Shelly, the sweet little Shelly, I was always asked to go up there, maybe because I had a pretty good attitude. I don't know. But I always were, it sat in there because still... 40 years ago, they were worried about women talking about sexual assault and what, and it could happen. But anyways, I remember one thing shoplifters do is they wear tight clothing under loose, uh, like a poncho or a big shirt or, um, and then they start sticking things under their shirt and, and to, to like tights, they have these tights. And so when I went in as the woman escort, I had to, uh, I had this woman who had all this stuff stuck under her body. Now, as a <laughs> as a man, he couldn't ask her. He couldn't touch her, but I could. Oh, let me tell you, brutal, brutal. I never want to do that again. Um, and that's why I'm in radio. So 860-889-5252. That was a long time ago. I was in the cosmetic part department. I used to sell cosmetics. Yeah, that was fun, but... Uh, I have no problem talking to people. That's why I'm on radio. And I always love talk radio. And I always listen to Stu Breyer. But he loves hearing that. Hi, WSCH. You're on the air. Hi, Shelly. Good morning. Good morning. Um, You were talking about speed dating. I was. Yep. Yeah. So, I, you know, um, for me, I'm a, I kind of drive in the slow lane. And uh, <laughs> so I'm a careful driver. But... Explain to me how that works. Is it is it like musical chairs or? 
You know what? I've only seen it on television, um, but I think it's speed dating. It's like you get 60, uh, a certain time limitation. For instance, I'm going to say five minutes. Say there's 12 people, and it's like musical chairs. There's 12 men, there's 12 women, and they're all sitting in chairs. I guess I think it's the men that do the, the moving of the chair. So you get the, they're all, they're all lined up, okay, almost like, um, and facing each other, like they're having a cup of coffee together at a coffee shop. And every five minutes, they ding the bell, and the person moves to the next person, and they rotate. It's almost like musical chairs. And so they get to meet 12 different men or 12 different women on the speed, dem, uh, speed dating kind of, um, Scenario, And so Guard Art Center is doing it, but they're having people observe it and uh, they have an audience. And that's why I brought it up because I thought, what a great idea. I would do that. Yeah, that would be Wouldn't it be fun to watch? Yes. I would probably be sitting in the audience myself because yeah. um, I, uh, you know, it would just be interesting to just watch how that works. Not that I'm interested in something like that, but uh, it's entertainment. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just thought it would be really um, fun to watch as a single woman. And I have some single girlfriends that are still dating out there. One of my, uh, I have a beautiful, beautiful friends. I love hanging out with them. And so, yeah, and they're I mean, still dating. I don't. I'm single too, and I actually prefer it that way because I'm self sufficient mm-hmm. and um, enjoy myself in so many different ways. But to be as an observer, I think that would be interesting. It would be interesting. That's why I, I was sharing it with everybody because that Gardard Center is a very good friend to the radio station. They um, do a lot of great advertising. And I thought this was kind of cool. And I was, um, you, they are selling tickets. I think it's $15 in advance, $20 at the door. And then they even, I was reading the website, they even have like a little, a little um, open cocktail hour for everybody, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. But it's sounding it's something I've never done, something I might want to see, and it's uh, got a comedian, too. So it should be fun, and that's what I was going to do. Eh, you should come. Not roll out. <laughs> You're watching. So. You're a I'm spectator. I'm reserved, and so am I. I like the way I live, and uh, oh, I'm comfortable with so that. Do I. So do I. But no, no, not as uh, dating. So not as dating. Afar, I, I probably would just enjoy it, you yeah. know, that way. Yeah, exactly. I would. Th- I okay, would. Hope you so. have a great time. Oh well, you know, I'll, I'm going to go and I'll tell you all about it because I know it's cool. Gonna be, that would be neat. Wouldn't it be fun to share? Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm. That's my plan anyway. Um, I'm going on a cruise in how about a little over a month, and so. Um, well, I'm kind of late to the party, but I'm trying to uh, wa- eat better and exercise because I used to exercise. So you're getting I, out there. Oh, man. It's get, I'm getting up there in all kinds of ways. But anyway, so I this one of the things that I was going to do before I go. Just you, try to get out there And with you friends. should do what um, makes you happy, that's for sure. Oh, I do. Don't, don't As a single woman, I do a lot of stuff that makes me happy. There you go. <laughs> Happy camper. Hey, that's what I do. You know what? A lot of folks, when we get our age. All right. Nice talking with you. Oh, God bless you. Nice thing talking to you as well. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, I was talking earlier about speed dating at Guard Art Center. I I do all the PAs here. I let PSAs. That's public service announcements here at the radio station. In fact, I heard one of them on ICH, and I quickly uh, put it on our um, PSAs. 
let me know. My email is very easy. It's Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-Y, at WCTY, either station, WCTY.com. And any nonprofits, we, we encourage you. Because one thing we do as a small radio station, small market radio station, as we like to work with the community in any capacity we possibly can. Because it's you that um, are the listeners that keep us on the air. And we really, really appreciate it. And a lot of times you don't know that there's speed dating at the Guard Art Center. But I uh, now I just told you. It just sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I've had a couple people... Um, But this one sounds really cool. Now, this is not happening until February, but the United States Air Force Band, they have the singing sergeants. Um, Marty had spoke about going to the, the, uh, oh, come on, Shelly, it's right there. It's the, the academy, the Coast Guard Academy sing their band. Well, the Air Force has banded singing sergeants. Now, they're going to be performing at the St. Patrick's Church, 213 Broadway in Norwich at 7.30 p.m. And uh, and they gave us an email. They dropped us an email and said, would you mind telling everybody about it? So consider yourself told that's 219. Um, I'm not sure what date that is. It's a Sunday. I put it right there. Silly me. So uh, that's one of the things that is going on next month. Like I said, put it on your calendar. And I encourage everybody, like I said, if you're a nonprofit, if you do also, if you're doing something for a friend and you're doing a fundraiser, we encourage you to let us know as well. I love this community. We have the best community. I talk about every time I'm here what the community does so much for um, the citizens. 2-1-1 is a great uh, resource here in Connecticut and TVCCA. In fact, they have a pop-up. Let me just say about that real quick. They have a pop-up drive-through mobile food, food pantry. That's hard to say. There it is. No, it's not. I can do it. It's at the. It's in Colchester. It's not until Wednesday, though. So where is it? Ding dang it. Here it is. The TVCCA pop-up drive-through food pantry distribution. That's going to be Wednesday. That's the 25th. That's not the one I was talking about. I dare say, Shelly, you are so confusing. This coming Wednesday, the 18th, TVCCA is going to be in Colchester at the uh, Recplex at Hebron Road in Colchester. That's from 1 to 2. A TVCCA pop-up drive-through food pantry some folks still trying to make ends meet that way. And I I get it. So, TVCCA, Pop-Up Food Pantry, Colchester Recplex. And that's one to two. And that is going on Wednesday. So, okay, 860-889-5252. Let us know if uh, you want anything you want to talk about. We'll put some music on where we're waiting Oh, boy. It's one of my favorites. If I can't have you, Hello Strangers, Yvonne Elliman. Um, There's Willie Nelson, all this good stuff. Oh, 
We'll go come back to you right after this. Family is everything. This is Allison Hennigan from Generations Family Health Center. At Generations, we know that the health of those you love is more important than anything else. Generations Family Health Center with locations in Danielson, Norwich, Putnam, and Willimantic is here for your entire family, every generation. From pediatrics to geriatrics and everything in between, wellness exams, sick visits, managing your illnesses, at our health centers or via telehealth with Generations, you have found a health care home. Visit our site in Norwich for all your medical needs. Learn more at genhealth.org or call today, 860-885-1308 to make a medical appointment. New patients of all ages are welcome. That's genhealth.org or 860-885-1308. Generations Family Health Center, where family is everything. Generations Family Health Center. Willimantic, Putnam, Norwich, Danielson. One call, one minute. Accessible health care for all ages. AM 1310 WICH, also on the FM dial 94.5 in Norwich. And what I like to do when I'm listening to Stu is I go back and forth in the AM to the FM. I live in Norwich, so it comes in really nicely. And uh, But sometimes I'm like, I'm in the truck and I'm driving, I'm on the FM, but inside it comes better AM. So I love that it comes both ways. You can get FM, AM, more folks are listening. It's just a lot of fun. And if you have something to talk about, um, I know what's in the news um, that I've been reading about is the... Uh, Classified documents that were found in um, a garage Hmm. Um, next to his, uh, right next to his car, President Biden. So he's getting a lot of backlash from that. A lot of folks saying, hmm, you said something about Trump and now, now now Biden does the same thing. You know what? Uh, uh, That's, I'm no uh, commentator, political commentator. I just think it's kind of ironic that a lot of things that, Democrats do, Republicans do, and it goes back and forth and back and forth. In the meantime, let's get something done, folks. Let's get something done. Not that, not that I don't think that's important, because I do think it's important. Um, if you want to talk about that, you can give me a call, 889-5252. Stu Breyer is out for a, just about another hour or so. He's actually... He's, um, had an appointment, and so I said, oh, I got you, I got you. And... Um, he is at his appointment. He'll be here possibly by 11 o'clock. But I'll stay here forever, how, how long it takes. Forever long it takes. We got some great music, by the way. I kind of I put in a commercial only because I was, I, there's so much music. I'm like, which one do I want? But when I was a kid, and um, that wasn't so long ago, right? Uh, one of my favorite performers, and I never saw him, of course, in concert, but uh, listening to him on the radio was Jim Croce. And when he died in a plane crash, I never knew any performer to die. I was real young. Um, but it really, it struck me. And his music is so haunting. Some of my favorites from him. It's Operator. AM 1310 WICH. Sometimes hate it. 
WICH, Jim Croce and the operator. And what a great song that is, isn't it? It is, oh, 1045 already here at WICH. Shelly Martinez in for Stu Breyer on this uh, Martin Luther King Day. Um, flurries this morning and then cloudy. More sunshine is going to take from the west to east. I'm just reading it through the afternoon. Breezy too. High 41 here on this Martin Luther King Jr. Day. A lot of folks, children are home. A lot of people are not working today and just taking a day off. That's nice. Um, clear tonight, though. Cold. Another cold night. 25. I got some more great music, including this one, baby. Now that I found you, the foundations.
W-I-C-H. Shelly Martinez and Chris Dubrier, he just walked in and said, I'll, I'll be right in. And um, I said, take your time. I'll take it till 11 o'clock. I'm playing great music. You know, as I'm listening to this music, I think to myself, oh, my goodness. Um, if I had a chance to talk to the little 12-year-old Shelly, 11-year-old, when I used to listen to the radio all day and all night, I loved being, you know, even then, I, I wanted to be a DJ. My mouth is all squishy because I just drank something. Anyways, um, the music they were playing kind of brings me back. I never in my wildest dreams would I think that I am behind a microphone announcing the songs that I'm announcing. I'm so excited. Um, Someone brought me in one of those protein shakes, and they're really delicious. Um, but it's making my mouth go squishy. doesn't sound great. Hi, WICH. You're on the air. So I had to call back and get to his rules, but it's the hour, and I know you're going off. But listen, what? Jim Cro- Jim Croce. Yeah, man, I remember when the plane crashed. The yeah, and I was a young teenager, very young, I think seventy-two, and um, yeah, he was from Darby, Pennsylvania. It's east, right in the suburbs of the Schuylkill River, right into Philly. Wow, and Jim Croce was he was ahead of his time. He was. He was a. I had a CD. I mean, a CD, his album. And it was oh, probably yeah. one of the first albums I ever owned. And I remember seeing the pictures of him and his little, I think it was his daughter or son. Um, and it, it, as a, even as a teenager, I was very touched. And when he died, it had a really mm-hmm. big impact on me. And it still does. When I hear yeah. his music, it's so haunting and it's so profound that I think to myself, wow, we really lost somebody really great. Um, yeah, because every song you did was great. Did you? Was it Operator that you played? Yeah, Operator. Yep. Yeah, yeah. that's a wonderful tune. I love that song, and I love uh, "Time in a Bottle" is one of my favorites. Oh, "Time in a Bottle." My my art teacher in, in junior high school. I forget her name. She can play the piano, and she used to she used to play uh, "Time in a Bottle." I had time in a <laughs> yeah. She used to play with on. The, we were in concert hall. Uh, I, I played bass. Yeah, I played a little bass when I was in junior high, and we were all in the concert hall. And she, she, yeah, it was around that time. I know it was. Yeah. I was like uh, seventh grade. Seventh, I think I was seventh grade. Yeah, seventh grade. So yeah. it was really it, isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. And you know, my boyfriend was Tom Kalia. I it was a boy. I must have been ninth grade because we finally I had a crush on him in seventh grade. Eighth. Eighth grade and ninth grade, Tom Kalia. Um, I still remember his name. I still remember his birth date. Um, he's married now, and he lives in Washington. No, I'm not a stalker, but anyways, um, that used Washington to be a, my State favorite song for him and I. What's that? Washington State. No state. Yeah, Washington State. Uh, yeah, over yeah, on the yeah, West yeah. Coast. I've yeah. been in Bremerton. I've been, yeah, well, I've been You've been all, all around, over the place. Uh, You've been all in wow, Washington that's State. That's amazing. You still remember that? Yeah. I oh, yeah. Her name. She was. He played the big piano, the concert grand piano. And oh, my goodness. Just, I'm a woman. Yeah, it was crazy. my first love. <laughs> we remember I'm everything. Susan, he I don't is. get to talk to you that often, so I had to squeeze in one. I'm it's sorry. not a problem. Not a problem. I'm going to play some more music that I like. <laughs> so don't All tell right. anybody, hey, Joe. Hey, and I hope you enjoy your uh, next month when you go out to that. Uh, the speed dating. Over at the Card yeah. Art Center, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Me and my girls. I bet you are, and you should, man. Yeah. You deserve it. You're awesome. Oh, you're awesome. All right, thanks, Joe, for the phone call. Appreciate it. Later, babe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the other artists I love, I am a huge fan, is Al Green. I love him. I'm still in love with you, and I am 1310 WICH. Spending. 
Well, Green, Stu Breyer with you. We'll see you right after the news and uh, get into some heavy topics today. So uh, keep in mind the number to call would be 860-889-5252. See you right after the news. And I hope you had a great weekend. I'll tell you all about my visit to the uh, eye doctor today. I took about 11,000 tests. Boy, the things they used to do when we used to go to the eye doctor's uh, Many years ago, you'd just go in and watch the fish in the aquarium. They look at your eyes, and you'd be out of there in 10 minutes. Now it's like an hour and 15, which is good, because they explore every part of the eye and do everything but jump into it. So we'll see you after the news. Care what they think if you're leaving 
Thanks for Shelley for filling in while I went to my ophthalmologist for my yearly visit. It's so hard to get appointments these days that the only time they could squeeze me in would be at 9.20. It's amazing, huh? Well, anyway, we got that done. And uh, I'll give you a forecast before we get into the news and then an open forum. WICH weather from meteorologist Scott Haney in the Channel 3 Early Warning Forecast Center. Flurry snow showers this morning, mostly cloudy skies. More sunshine will be taking over. Boy, if there's something to take over, we don't mind the sunshine. It'll be sunny through the afternoon hours, breezy today, 41, and tonight, clear, cold, and 25. Checking my Doppler window. I can see the thermometer now because they just checked my eyes. It's 34 degrees. Let's catch up on some news. Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 in Norwich. 94.5 FM, W233DB in Norwich. Thanks, Rochelle, for filling in this hour. It's 11 o'clock. This hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. With the national debt now north of $31 trillion and still growing, at least some lawmakers are talking about spending and borrowing curbs. Newly minted Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy eyeing the Pentagon budget. During an appearance on Fox News' Sunday Morning Futures, host Maria Bartiromo asked McCarthy if he was willing to cut defense spending as part of a reported deal within the GOP caucus to freeze spending at 2022 levels. McCarthy disputed estimates that such a deal would result in a $75 billion cut to defense spending, while also signaling his support for targeting cuts. McCarthy also noted that, quote, every level of government should be looking at ways to spend less taxpayer money. The deal McCarthy struck would affect cut $75 billion from the $857 billion defense budget in fiscal year 2023. Bernie Bennett, Washington. The Republicans now in the majority in the House demanding answers about the classified documents that were found at President Biden's home as well as a former office of his. More rain in the forecast this week for weather-weary California. Retired Santa Barbara, California Fire Chief Pat McElroy founded the nonprofit organization The Project for Resilient Communities, which has spent close to $2 million installing debris nets. They're designed to catch dangerous debris in a mudslide before it reaches homes and people. We're looking at this type of thing occurring more frequently now with the growth of fires and the climate uh, uh, the, the temperature of the ocean uh, rising. The debris nets work in conjunction with debris pits, which are carved out of the landscape to catch material flowing downhill. I'm Donna Water. At least 40 people died in that Russian airstrike on an apartment building in southeastern Ukraine. Ukrainian officials say a number of children are among the victims of the Russian attack. More on these stories, townhall.com. We're entering a time of increasing hostility against people of faith. 
a time when Christians are going to be tested on a moral and physical and financial basis, unlike any other time in our lifetime. I'm Lance Wall, now Christian author, evangelical leader, here to remind you that you have to take action to protect and steward what God has given you. For example, record high inflation is going to continue to eat away at the dollar, and the savings of your retirement account is in danger. Fortunately, God does provide a way to protect your retirement. I recommend diversifying your 401k or IRA out of paper and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. Now, to see how it works, just text the word FAITH to 989898. That'll give you access to a free info kit on gold IRAs. There are no strings attached, so text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 right now, and I pray your family is blessed with peace of mind because you took action. A controversial German defense minister quits. Christina Lambrecht was not a popular minister. Mocked for announcing Germany would support Ukraine by sending helmets, criticized for taking her son on a trip in a military helicopter, and blamed for failing to improve Germany's ill-equipped army. An awkward New Year's Eve video message in which she described her positive experiences during the war in Ukraine was the last straw for her remaining supporters. Ms. Lambrecht was due to meet other Western defense ministers on Friday to discuss further support for Ukraine. The German government's under pressure to approve the delivery of German-built battle tanks. The BBC's Jenny Hill. South Korea's president says his nation's efforts to be carbon neutral by 2050 would rely in part on returning to nuclear power, even though his predecessor had tried to move the country away from atomic energy. News and analysis at townhall.com. The Fed's investigating a close call between two jetliners at a busy New York airport. A JFK air traffic controller can be heard on audio captured by LiveATC.net frantically telling the Delta pilot not to take off. Delta 1943, cancel takeoff plans. Then relief when the close call with the American Airlines plane crossing the runway in front of it is averted. All right, then. Uh, ooh, the Delta 1943. The NTSB and FAA are investigating exactly what went wrong when the two planes came within a thousand feet of each other. As air traffic control notes, they are going over the recordings. Yes, we'll listen to the tapes, but uh, you're supposed to depart runway four left. You're currently holding short of uh, 3-1 left. American Airlines is deferring all questions to the FAA. Julie Walker, New York. At least 68 of the 72 people on board a jetliner that crashed in Nepal were killed in that accident. More on these stories, townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. All right, we're up for some invigorating talk. 889-5252 is the uh, telephone number. Thanks, for Shelley, for filling in. It was the only time I could get a uh, an eye exam. These days it's hard to get appointments so I had a 9:20 appointment, and uh, whew, they give you tons of tests. Good people. They uh, check about every aspect of your eye imaginable, even aspects I didn't even know existed. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi. Hey, how was your doctor's appointment? It went well. It went well. I you can't even imagine how many different tests they give you when you're having a your first eye exam in over a year. Holy cow. But anyway, wow. it's good. It's it's a, a very good thing. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, I'm glad it went good for you. Shelly did a great job. She always does. Always does, yep. Yep. She's a nice lady. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about having a subject matter, since you just went to the eye doctor, of all the different spellings and uses of the pronunciation I. E-Y-E or I. I, I, I. There you got one. <laughs> uh, the E-Y-E, the I. Mm-hmm. This is almost like the guy that did the word up, all, all the differentiations. You know, that's interesting because we uh, we say the word I a million times a day, but sometimes it means your eye. Hmm. There's something yeah, in your eye. He used to work at W blank blank I. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Another one would be when, I believe, the old way of talking, the parliamentary way, instead of saying nay, they say the I. Oh, I, yeah. That's also a, an expression that pi- pirates used to do. I, mate, eh? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I worked with a guy like 20 years ago. <clears throat> he had a girlfriend that used to pick up when she was got out of work at Mystic Seaport. Mm-hmm. So he was waiting um, for her, and he had a bandana, I guess they call it, like a handkerchief type thing on his head. And he was he was talking like a pirate uh, to people as they were walking in, and she said he was a uh, a mechanic modern days. But her, a lady walking by with her kid said, the kid said, "Hey, it's a pirate." Well, there you go. He's like going, "Oi, oi!" <laughs> so all the differentiations of the word "I" we could maybe talk about. All right, thank you, uh, my friend. Uh... It's Wonder Man on WICH. I guess if you say the word I too much, you could be a little narcissistic. I this, I that. Let's uh, take some calls. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Helen. Guten Morgen. Oh, guten Morgen, Mm-hmm. You're sounding... <laughs> I was here. My father speaks German, you know. Oh, yeah. He spoke and everything. And when I didn't see the doctor, doctor... Uh, it was a natural doctor. My yeah. son was waiting for me in the office. And I came and I said, okay, Michael, we're going to go. Oh, no, 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 don't go. Wait a minute. You tell me Italian? Yes, Italian. you have Italian, but you have German. Oh. I said, no, 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 I don't have German, I said. Well, it's, it's nice to know a lot of different languages, you know. Oh, God. I really am impressed with people who can do that. Italian and French. Well, when he came in France, he mm. didn't speak French. Mm-hmm. And the French people was calling spaghetti, oh, no, macaroni. Macaroni? Yes. Oh. But not from my father, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I know. If they let say that in front of me, they get it. I was good for boxing. Oh, yes. Well, you're sounding chipper, my dear. I hope everything's going well. Uh, yes, I'm going Monique going to bring me to the uh, the nurse for my knee, you know. Mm-hmm. And after, I don't know when I'm going to have my knee off, down because my daughter, oh, she's cool everything. Okay, I love her, but... Oh, okay, never mind. Hey, Gina Lola Brigida died today. Gina Lola Brigida? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. That's, that's sad. Yes, 95 years old. I oh, never met the 95 years old. She was uh, very well known and a glamorous actress. Oh, mm-hmm. she was a lady. Yeah. So, so 
Sophia Lorraine. No, I don't like her. I've been visit her. But I don't like her. Uh -uh. She was married. I know, I'm going to tell you why. You know. Because she was married, a man who was married before, and she ever son. I don't believe that. I believe one marriage, it's it. Well, it all depends yeah, on how the marriage is going, you know. My son said, Mom, come on, you were divorced. You yeah, how about you? Husband. You did the same so thing. I, yeah. I'm still married during the, the civilian, so it's no good, no good. I think Sophia Loren, I've seen her many times. She seems like a very gracious, nice lady. Yeah, well, okay, well. I didn't care too much. So, Gina Lobrigida, oh, yes, I mm. like her. She was a sweetheart. Yes, well, anyway... I was thinking you were sick. No, no, I just, uh, I haven't seen my ophthalmologist in a year, and this was the only appointment I could get, and yeah. Shelley always helps out. So You know, the the doctor before my father, you know, uh, they were not rich. But now, they all doctor, make good money, they're, they're millionaires. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, no, yes, all the, all the doctors, yes, yeah. yes. Well, in that case, I better go to medical school quick. Yes, I know. Mm -hmm. You're too young. <laughs> too young. Well, <laughs> you have a lovely day, Helen, all, all right? right I'm so glad you're all right. All right, thank okay, you. Okay, bye-bye, Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Stu. Happy uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, yeah, let's not forget what this day is about, to honor the guy who had the guts to stand up to those monsters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been listening to that since 6 a.m. this morning. I listen to the other radio stations. We don't talk about that because I know you're jealous. Of like, oh, I'm don't certainly jealous of any other radio no. station. No, I mean, I'm up all stuff. night. So what's you know, up? It was 1964, Bettis Bridge, and they went through raunchy hell, man, these people. This guy's 95 years old, and he still sits on the foot of the bridge. He's 95, and he remembers... All that stuff, and he was a, he was a veteran and everything, man. Still, that's remarkable. Well, of course, it's remarkable, and uh, it's almost unbearable to watch some of those videos when you look at some of ah. those people with uh, evil in their faces. They were evil people. Amazing. They were, mm -hmm. you know, and you know, you know what? You leaned on me really heavy uh, talking to you and knowing you over the years. I don't like to, I can't watch the Holocaust no more. I already know the story. I don't want to watch Ken Burns. I don't want to watch all this stuff. So don't. It depresses me, Stu. And you shouldn't watch it. No, I'm not. And, and that's Good. what I'm saying. And, and and you say, Joe, I don't want to, I want to watch something happy. I want to watch something good, mm -hmm. you know? Watch Happy Days. <laughs> yeah, all of the farms, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, no, Shelly, she she filled in. I got the, and I did. I beat her to the punch. I did a uh, Mary Wells. I said, look, I gotta call you back. She played Croce, and she's great. She's great, and uh, I don't get to talk to her that often. And not a lot of calls call in, but some did. Wonder Man did. Yeah, okay, good. you know, and, every day, every day uh, is different. I was surprised that you were gonna come on the air today because of maybe you had an extra holiday. I don't know. No, no, I. Uh... It's good to be here, I'm, but we can always count on Shell. Yeah, oh yeah, she's a doll. Hey, you know, and I'm glad, I'm glad you had a good checkup today. You know, when I walk out of the VA, when I get my eye examination every year, the girl, she, I say the girl, the technician, the ophthalmologist, whatever they are, and she said, yeah, you're good, man. I got 20-20, Stu, but I have to wear reading glasses now. I can't see yeah. in front of me. Most of us have to when we print, get older. But I can see everything 
on a clear. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. You know what I mean? All right, Joey, you got to run. Thank you. I love you, brother, see man. Ya. I'll talk to you. 2020 vision, 10 in each eye. That's what I have. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning. Welcome Good morning. to the program. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Hello, Boston Benny. Good MLK Day to you, too. How did your appointment go? It went good. You know, I uh, don't have any uh, changes in my, you know, vision, so that's all I care yeah. about. Yeah. I know how that goes because I I have periodic checkups at yeah. the VA with my eyes. Nothing's changed with my vision. It's still not that great, but it hasn't changed, which is good. Mm-hmm. You know, what I came to find out a few years ago, you know, just shows you how smart I've been over the years I realized I was on the bus I was talking to somebody about eyes and vision and I said my goodness what would we do without our vision it's such a a blessing such a gift of course a blessing people uh, you know are grateful that they have it and I know as our buddy uh, Kevin Harkins is uh, one of the most active people I've ever met and he uh, is sightless but he just handles it amazingly, and he's an inspiration to everybody. You're talking about the caller, Kevin. Yes, Kevin Harkins, the caller. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He is. He is an inspiration. Yep. You know what I was going to say was uh, something about politics, it, and I'll make it short. Uh, what's happened? The stories with these documents. I, mm-hmm. I think. There's some lessons. There's lessons all through life, as you know, as most people know. And I think there's some lessons there that we not that might come out that we're not aware of right now, in terms of how we, you know, see politics in this country. So that's I, I just that's my two cents uh, with, with a little inflation still. So have a, have a nice day. All right, you too. Thank you. Let's see. We'll go to line number 86. 889 never Welcome to the program. Hi, welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Stu. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, happy Martin Luther King Day. All right. Same to you. Yes. And uh, it's a good thing uh, that you have your eyes checked out every year. Everybody should. Oh, yeah. you got to do those things. Because it's the only set you have, and you lose those, you don't get them back. You're right. you got to take care of yourself. That's number one. Okay. Hey, i got to get the ball rolling. How about our boy Joey, huh? Joey? Joey Biden. Oh, Joe Biden. I, yes. What What about him? No, no surprises there, oh, huh? Yeah, for a guy who uh, takes uh, classified documents very seriously... Boy, he's got them flung out all over the place, hasn't he? Yeah, they just keep coming up with more, and uh, I'd like to know what's on those. I don't know why uh, they have to take these documents. Why aren't they in a special place in the White House or something? I, I don't get any of that stuff. Locked up in a vault, yeah. Yeah, put them in a vault, no matter Republican or Democrats. Just right, exactly. Put them in a uh, vault. Well, we know uh, nothing's nothing's going to become of it. They'll have their hearings and everything else, and they'll just look the other way. No, it's unlikely anything will come of it. Um, of course, it takes a lot of pressure off Trump because what they do for one, they've got to do for the other. So exactly, they'll move on exactly. to some other things. Mm-hmm. Hey, Stu, 
um, you've talked about this before on your show, Bismarck's. Oh yeah, the it was a we used to have a bakery back in Boston that had Bismarck's. It was just yeah, so well, is, delicious. Is that a Rhode Island thing or something? Because I can't seem to find them around here. Well, one of our listeners says that they are uh, somewhere, yeah, in Rhode Island uh, around Hopkington. Yeah, I, I, I looked a, online and I, I found there. them, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. geez, I don't really want to drive all the way to Hopkington for a Bismarck. But. Yeah, well, I. <laughs> <laughs> But if I have to, maybe I will. Well, if you go to a bakery and ask them about it, maybe they can start making them because they are absolutely... They've got jelly and whipped cream and... uh, I don't know if they're fattening, but they're sort of delicious. Everything's fattening. Of course. (laughs) Just looking at one is fattening. Do you get your eyes dilated? Oh, yeah. Dilated, diluted. Yeah. They give you a pair of sunglasses and And send you on your way. They do something where you've got to look at little dots and... uh, yeah, well, if it's the place you go to that I'm thinking of, I, I go there too. And Norwich very, Ophthalmology. Very Norwich Ophthalmology is where. Yeah, I go. yeah, mm-hmm. up up on uh, Wauwika Street. Very, very thorough. Very mm-hmm. thorough. Yes. Yeah, so, matter of fact, I have an eye appointment coming up in March. So. Okay. Good. good. All right, buddy. You have a good day. You too. Thank you. Bye bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, right, Hello. Morning, Hi. too. Morning. Hey, listen. Oh, yeah. Uh, good old Mr. Biden, okay? Mm-hmm. I would like to see his relatives have him go take, retake the driver's test for a car. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Because the way he acts on stage and that, speeches and that, makes me think maybe he wouldn't be able to pass the driver's test. And lose his driver's license. I don't know if he drives now anyway. A president generally doesn't just drive around. Yeah, but the problem is, if he can't do pass a driving test, he probably shouldn't be in the Oval Office. Well, it could be because of his eyes or his re- reflexes. I'm, you know, I understand yeah. what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, things like that. And, oh... They pick it on about uh, changing the voting uh, due dates for mail-in ballots. Well, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit of ancient history. Okay. 1968, Hunters Shipyard, the month of July, an officer went around signing people up, give them to take absentee ballots. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I got my absentee ballot in Okinawa, the last day of mail call. Okay. And it had to be in Georgia before we... Reached Hong Kong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say it was going to take maybe 10 days to get the letter back stateside. All right. Yep. Now, my parents would mail me letters to the submarine. If we were in port, I had it seven days after they mailed it. Why? They went to a little drop box at the post office. Annex at the Line Airport, put it in there, and it went out on the jet to, to the Fleet Post Office of San Francisco, straight over to Japan from there. Wow. You know, then when I was on the med, going med runs, it took over 10 days to get letters back from uh, San Stefano Island, which is off of uh, good old uh, Sardinia, because it goes to there to Rome, to New York, get sorted out to the various post offices in Connecticut. Over 10 days. My goodness. 
Okay. Gotcha. That's it for today. Thank you, sir. I'll call you back another day. I hope so. Thank you. Okay, bye. I think we should go back to absentee ballots the way it was. You, there were certain circumstances when you could uh, do an absentee ballot, but now there's paper ballots floating all over the place, and it gives more opportunities for something to go awry, in my opinion. But that's my opinion, and all opinions are welcome on this program. The number is uh, 889-5252. The Connecticut Department of Administrative Services is hiring for health care and direct support. Visit ct.gov slash ctstatejobs at ct.gov slash ctstatejobs for more information. If you're looking to get a new car, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Sure, you love your old car, but you know it's not normal to give instructions on how to open the window. It should be self-explanatory, but it's not. And notice how when you're in other people's cars, you can feel cushion in the seats? That's pretty nice, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renters and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings toward a new car. It's time. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. All right, our number is 860-889-5252, and good morning to you. Good morning to you. Hey, Larry, what's up? I got a little poem for you. A poem, did you say? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, Joe, say it ain't so. Classified documents in your house you claim you didn't know. Don't worry, you're a Democrat. They will let you go. <laughs> you're a stitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, it's the truth hurts. <laughs> Listen, mm -hmm. you know something? We, we This is why, what's getting done for the American people by the Democrats or the Republicans? The investigators are investigating the investigations. The investigators are investigating the investigations. One, I, I just can't believe it. You got one investigation after the next. You got about 10 of them going on for Trump, three or four going on for Biden, another one going on for that clown that got into the Senate uh, by fraud. McCarthy comes out. McCarthy comes out. They ask him a question. First of all, what's he doing putting them on committees? He says, you know what he says? Well, he got elected by the people. He got elected by the people by fraud. No, well, that's a pretty by good. Uh, that's how he got elected. Pretty good by chance. The that's why he got elected. I'm sure. This is what I mean about McCarthy. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? He shouldn't put him on any committees, uh, and they should violate him for every ethic that they can find him on. But this is the nonsense. These people that who voted him in, by the way, in Long Island, New York, they don't want him there anymore. Well, they're they certainly, know they're uh, they didn't know what a, a liar he is. Uh, right, and, uh, that's right. But, of course, nothing new in the world of politics, if you want to point out lies. Yeah. But anyways, it's just all these uh, documents, things, and so forth. I, mm -hmm. I, you know, wh wh why, why do these presidents have to take anything other than their personal belongings out I of the White know. House I, and I, just I, let I the... We're saying uh, that. I don't understand why. Where yeah, what they? are they going to take all this stuff for? Just let the archives uh, take it and put it wherever they're going to put it for for years to come. Mm -hmm. So, what why do they have to take this stuff for? It, especially if they know that it's uh, it's sensitive and uh, they could get in trouble for for uh, having it. Well, it's a and million dollar again, question. I don't know why. Yeah, right. Yeah, and once again, they found it on November second, and being uh, for so much for transparency. The only reason they reported it was because CBS got a leak. 
and then NBC got the second leak. I know this and, is. Uh, yeah. So they reported it two weeks afterwards, but they never reported it on November second when they found them because it was a week before the elections. Well, unfortunately, that's not speculation. That's the absolute truth. <laughs> yeah. So there's no transparency in in uh, in Washington. I I don't care if it's uh, Republicans or Democrats. They all lie. They try to hide the. Uh, hide what's going on is corruption galore galore and i just i don't see it ever stopping it's just uh it's despicable on what goes on and how this money is being spent throughout the world and nobody's accountable for anything they don't know where the money's going well, it's, a, it's winding up in there's a possibility that it might stop because it's really coming to the public the public is really learning more and more about whatever you think of ed musk uh, he has shown all the deception, all the lies. Uh, so it's coming out. Maybe there's a chance that we'll have uh, more bipartisan people in big positions. Yeah. Uh, I really don't see too much, though, with this Congress. I think they're going to spend the entire two years on investigations. I, I really don't see what else. It's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do with the debt ceiling come, uh, I think, Thursday night is the deadline. Mm-hmm. We're going to be very interested to see what uh, McCarthy. This is his first big, uh, 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 first big decision on what he's going to do with that. Well, he's got a lot of pressure on him, but uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay, Stu. Thanks, Larry. See you. All right. Bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi. Good morning, Stu. Good morning. I have ha- I had mixed feelings about. Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. being a holiday uh, for quite a few years, and I did not understand why, but I do now. Um, <clears throat> when I was on the Internet um, last year sometime, I found out that he picked tobacco in Connecticut to get through college in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. My foster grandfather died from chewing tobacco, so I never had made the two associations together until I saw that article uh, or biography on him uh, last spring or so uh, when I was doing that. I had in the back of my mind, before seeing that article, I had the thought, that we should name it All Saints Day if we're going to have that kind of holiday. Um, very, keeping that in mind, it sounds unrelated, but to me it is, it is related. Emmett Till was a 14-year-old black child, uh, teenager that was killed before I was born in the early 1950s. I was born in 1958. They are. He was killed by two white men because he was whistling on the street. He. Um, they moved to Chicago from the cotton fields. His his family, and he went back to the cotton fields. And as apparently some racial conflict occurred, but those two men that killed him were acquitted, and he was found bound and gagged and and dead. Um, and weighed down in in a form of a river or something like that, Um, and they want to do a memorial for him. And I'm in favor 
of the memorial, and I posted it on Facebook. And I was cur- I've been curious about what happened to Emmett for a long, long time, and looked it up about ten years ago. So I just wanted to make a couple of comments on that. I'm glad uh, you did. Martin Luther King did a lot for this country. His murder was wrong. It was very wrong. But I, I, I think that if you're going to have a holiday like this, it should be like All Saints Day or something like that. Take care. All right, Bye-bye. Thank you very much. I have no problem with MLK holiday because he really showed the country, which unfortunately government should have known the atrocities that were going on down south, or maybe they did and didn't want to focus on it, but he brought attention to it, and uh, he had the guts to stand up, people like him and Rosa Parks, so um, I hope that people who have the day off today, school, they understand what this holiday is all about, and what are some of the things that he did, and uh, you know, I lived up north, and be honest with you, I, I did not have a clue what was going on down south and other parts of the country. So I got a little older and started learning about it. And I said, how could this be in this country? You couldn't vote. You couldn't do this. You had to have separate bathrooms. Fortunately, because of MLK, Martin Luther King, and many others, and a lot of people from this country uh, went down south to... to, uh, picket, demonstrate in favor of freedom for everybody. All right. I could get into that more. Let me take another call. Hello. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Sue. Hi there. Yeah. Um, uh, you know the Bismarck's, those uh, whatever they are, cookies or whatever they are? Well, they're kind of a long donut. Um, yeah, they are made in Rhode Island. You go on, well, you go on Route 138, you connect up here, 165, 138, you go to the end of Route 138. I think it's Hope Valley that uh, there's yeah. a bakery. and mm-hmm. it's the bakery right there on the corner. They are known for their Bismarck's. And the only thing about the MLK Day that I rem- I'm tired. I stayed up last night. Um, listening to horrendous do. Billy Cunningham. You don't even want to know what he said. No one on the radio listening right now would want to hear what our government is spending money on torturing animals in foreign countries. But the way, I mean, the stuff I heard last night, I, I couldn't believe it. And he was really rant- ranting and raving. But anyway, um, our Martin Luther King... Um, but I remember seeing Bobby Kennedy walk in the procession when, you know, he was going to be buried. Um, I didn't really know a lot about all that going on because I was a kid. But um, I don't know. I didn't. Ex- we Right here in Connecticut, in our cow town, in our little area right here, we didn't experience that kind of stuff. Maybe because it was still country, and everyone was busy being a farmer or a sailor well, Susan, it's, or working at EB. That kind of stuff wasn't going on right here, so it's kind of hard to know about that. But I will tell everybody: if anyone gets on X Files or, or watches X Files, I used to own the DVD set, but I don't know. I guess we gave it away when we moved, but. Um, there's a part on here, 
And of course, the F- Mulder and Scully are FBI agents. And their head honcho that tells them to go here and there and everywhere. He was the one claiming to have shot MLK. So I don't know if he's trying to, if that show is trying to imply our own FBI did it or no, no, CIA no, no, or no, whoever. No, no, no. But the guy was on there sitting in his um, <laughs> office smoking, bragging that he was the one that did it. So that's, it's that's, one on the x That's crazy stuff, Susan. That's crazy stuff. All right, thanks for calling. Okay. Appreciate it. Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning. Hi, Stu. Hi. I had two things. Let me start with this. Uh, this investigation on the those documents between the presidents, whether you're talking about Trump, and I know there's a difference between Trump's papers uh, that he took and Biden. The root of all this, what I'm thinking is, there's no oversight. With the staff that they have in security and protection and whatnot, there hasn't been any audits uh, where these papers are kept when they're coming out of office, whether uh, they are a vice president or a president. So somebody's not doing their job. Well, Larry had it right. Not- There's no reason for them to take those papers. Why would they want to have those papers? I mean, Joe Biden had some in his garage. I mean, and, and God knows how many uh, Trump had. Why do they well, need them? My point is, during the one or two years of the investigation of the documents, and I know uh, Trump um, didn't want to turn them over, but the staff of the Biden staff, wouldn't you think, well, we need to look at our administration and how we keep things. All of a sudden, this is popping up. This is popping up. So you would have thought they would have learned from that. Well, I'm sure so, it's been going on for years. It just hasn't been noticed like it is now. And it, it was somebody that contacted CNN that broke the news. Mm-hmm. It's usually so that there was way. So a whistleblower yeah. there uh, somehow. And from what I hear is the reason why they're exposing it now because they don't want Biden to run in 2024. And so that's why the controversy well, is surrounding that matter. Speculation. I don't think he's going to run anyway. But what's your other point? Uh, my other point, ah, this is a little sensitive, but I want to say um, the unveiling of the embracing of the hands for Martin Luther King today, beautiful, beautiful monument, statue, mm-hmm. right? Um, I was thinking of the statues that we had in America that were um, destructive or marred and whatnot, the uh, Jewish burial monuments, the grave sites and whatnot. Um, I, I get the feeling that they want to replace the symbols, okay? So uh, not, you know, whatever, Martin Luther King. We do have an Indigenous Day, I think, that's well, going to cover made, everybody. Uh, it's not going to be just 
one black and white thing. They made Columbus into an indigenous day. Some people still say Columbus Day. Other people say indigenous. Whatever floats your boat. Well, that's a Columbus joke. Anyway, go ahead. So I... Um, so I'm thinking... I, I'm so um, thinking of the Jewish people and the monuments and for... Uh, the statues, good or bad, that was standing, that how they were destructive. Well, that's the wrong. That was the wrong way to do it. Obviously, that was uh, right. So we're going to erect um, something for today, and uh, you know those arms embracing a beautiful statue. What happens if somebody destructed that? They would so, get arrested. Uh, huh. They would get arrested. You think? If you caught uh, nothing them. Nothing happened to the other monuments that came down. Well, they should have had more arrests Jewish, than that. Jewish uh, uh, um, burial markers and uh, the gravestones were destroyed. Maybe they just didn't catch the uh, mutants that did it. Okay, uh, I'm just upset about that because I think there were a lot of lives... Um, lost in the Holocaust, and that's not only Jewish, Polish, all those, all those other people mm-hmm. that were um, extinguished. Okay, and now we have uh, a certain um, group of people that are squawking, "Woe is me!" as well, Woe and you me. owe me. Well, you know what? I don't understand uh, what you meant by that. Huh? I don't understand what you meant by that. Well, I'm saying, okay, you have slavery back in the day that we're not responsible for. You know, this is three, four generations later. Mm-hmm. They're still angry. They still want, uh, they, meaning uh, BLK, NAACP, um, affirmative action, wanting equalization, uh, and they're pushing it forward. You see it in the schools. They want to teach you black history and whatnot. You know, it's in your face. You know, I don't want to no. ignore the Polish people, Jewish people, and all those people that died in the Holocaust because these people want without taking responsibility um, uh, for their actions as well. Generation after generation, let's get along, let's sit at the table, and remember, this is today's generation, not 100, 200 years ago. Well, I agree that we shouldn't be blamed for something that we had nothing to do with, well, uh, but certainly I agree I'm that everybody should always be treated equally. Well, hey, I gotta go. Thanks. They have to All right. Rob stores, burn buildings. Okay, I gotta go. Destroy statues. Um, you know uh, that's my rant. I'm All right, sorry. thank you for the rant. Had you and you pay your don't forget to pay your rant at the end of the month. We have um, 19 before noon. Come on, what you got? 889 is the number. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Are you aware that unused medications pose a public safety risk? 
I'll be right back with some info about this issue. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. It is well known that drugs taken without physician authorization can lead to accidental poisoning, overdose, and or abuse. You can reduce the chances of this happening by not hoarding medications, not giving meds to family and friends, and not storing medications in common unlocked places like bathroom cabinets. We must all be vigilant about the handling and proper disposal of our unused medication. Be sure to properly dispose of meds in your trash or take advantage of take-back programs at many police stations. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a health mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. You need money for college? Are you interested in a career in broadcasting? If you're a Connecticut resident studying journalism, communications, sales, marketing, production, or broadcast engineering, you're eligible for a scholarship from the Connecticut Broadcasters Association. The deadline is March 15th. Go to ctba.org. On Wednesday, January 18th, join Dane Rue at the LaGrua Center in Stonington to learn about the history of the Slater Museum and the story of its collection. As museum director, Dane will take audiences into the vault and share exclusive behind-the-scenes photos and pieces that are currently hidden from public view. This free lecture is open to all and is sponsored by the Connecticut Humanities. LaGrua Center is a cultural jam located in Stonington Borough, presenting concerts, art, and speakers to all in the community. You can find more information about this event and other programs at lagruacenter.org. So amazing to hate people that you don't even know. <laughs> Prejudging people. It's it's really amazing when you think about it. Next time you feel yourself doing that, just think, wait a minute. Am I any better than they are? I don't even know who it is. Never made any sense. I think we're a lot better. We really do. I think with each generation they're smarter in that way and that's why I'm a little, a little, I'm a lot upset of what hap- is going on in Washington. I thought uh, many things are making things more divisive. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Sue. Hi there. You know, with, with all of these investigations they're doing and everything on Trump and Biden, uh, we're not getting anything accomplished here. Well, they're, I. They're, take, they're certainly, taking all the, all the. <clears throat> time away. There certainly should be uh, as much time to do other things as as opposed to pointing that out, but there is serious, there could be very serious stuff with that. I know it. I know it. They they should have, uh, what they should do is is get a a group of investigators to, uh, when they leave office, to, to make sure that they get they, the papers stay there. Yeah, well, yeah, that's sure. And then there are investigators who are looking into it now, so that shouldn't disrupt some of the other things that need to be done. Right, right, right. And it's just, uh, uh, I, don't, I just don't get it. <laughs> I, I know it. It's, it's, getting, uh, it's getting maddening. <laughs> I, I was thinking if I was president, why would I want those things hanging around my house? I know anyway? it. I know. I know. I mean, there's it, enough paper hanging around the house. Right. Right. 
Um, the other thing is uh, Martin Luther King Day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Emmett Till was they he they he was whistling or something. I think he was whistling. Yeah, he, but he wasn't the only one that was. Uh mistreated that way and killed that way for no reason whatsoever. I mean, you look at some of the videos of some of those people and the the hate that's in there. My eyes, it just penetrates through the screen. What's wrong with them? I don't know. Yeah, but but in in Emmett Till's case, Mm -hmm. uh, he was just whistling, and and these white men thought he was whistling at a white woman. Yeah, which... And, and, so what? and yeah, and that that did it. it. It was it was terrible. So yeah, and believe me, there unfortunately there were more of that situation uh, yeah. than Emma Till, but that's one that people know pretty much the name and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, it, it was a sad thing. Um, so anyway, that that's the story. But uh, I I. I have to agree with Larry on, um, <clears throat> uh, it, you know, the investigations that they're doing and everything. Mm-hmm. I think it's... Well, there should be more people like you in the world, and I think we'd be pretty good shape. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, yes, yeah. and I yeah. mean it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You know, um, I have to go to the eye doctor Wednesday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so I I have to go Wednesday, and it'll be uh, about six months, I guess. So I'm yeah, I go uh, I go once a year because unless there's a real problem, I go once a year because the insurance won't cover unless it's a whole year. You you know if you oh, do it too soon together. Oh well, that's right. But I if don't there's blame a, you. if there's an immediate problem, then they can take yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have to go. I I have the um, what is it? Macadamia. Yeah, Um, okay, yeah. You know that uh, Mm -hmm. eye disease? Yes, immaculate degeneration. Yeah, macular degeneration. Mm -hmm. That's what I have, yeah. So anyway. So uh, it's good they keep an eye on it. Yeah, I do. I do. I have to go. uh, It'll be six months. Okay. Yep. Okay, Stu. Thanks so much for calling. I'm glad you did all right. (laughs) I had a good day with him today. Thank you. Good. Bye. Okay. See ya. Yep. Hello, welcome to the program. Swaps. Oh my goodness, it is. So uh, I keep thinking it's earlier because I wasn't here the first hour. Okay, <laughs> what you got? One thing, Stu. What uh, you I'm got? looking for a ping pong table with the paddles and the balls and everything. The little net. Um, and the phone is three 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 two four nine eight. Three three three, two four nine eight. Yes. Have a good day, Stu. Thank you. Okay. I have a little bit of Martin Luther King's speech a little bit later on in the uh, program. One of his uh, fabulous speeches. So we will play that also today. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hey. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Yeah, yeah. Here we are. What a, another, another, another round, huh? Another round of <laughs> what's what's going on in the country. As Marvin Gaye said, what's going on? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope you can hear me okay. Yeah, I can hear but, you fine. Uh, yep. My, uh, uh, very recently, last week, I was, I don't know what got me on this tangent, what set me in this direction, but um, 
I was thinking about back in 2021, uh, in the March of that year, when President Biden um, appointed the Vice President Kamala Harris to. Um, and this is where it gets a little sticky, as the wording gets a little sticky. Um, he appointed her to look into the root causes of the of immigration that was taking place and that is taking place. See, he wanted her to be the head of the uh, border situation. Uh, that's where that's where it gets a little sticky, Stu. It was sticky because she didn't do anything. Uh, well, <laughs> I want to ask you a couple questions because this will help clarify where I was, where my thought process was, and I'll tell you exactly where it was. Okay, I'm uh, listening. Yep. When when that announcement came out, uh, what do you? How did you interpret what you heard? How did what did you what do you think you heard? Because I got a feeling it's close to what I think I heard, and I wanted to believe ever since. But, but what was your take well, on that moment? Things were out of control, and he wanted her to go to the border and give some advice, and uh, possibly, although I didn't think he had any intention of doing, possibly figure out ways to control the flow of immigrants coming into the country, and many of them, um, we didn't even know who they were. And she was going to be the one that was talk about it, look into it, and work things out. That's what I thought, but I didn't have much hope because of her previous uh, reputation. Yeah, yeah. Um, when, she, when she made the comments, Stu, uh, regard, she, says, she said at one point, she says, um, I've never been to the border, but then again, I've never been to Europe. Yeah, that was, of course, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. So I said to myself, so that's where I'm at. And, I, and then I said, yes, I think I, I thought what she was appointed to do was uh, somehow related to um, getting a handle on the border. Mm-hmm. And the word border here is what uh, is another word that has to be kind of put to the side just for a second. Because when you go back into the government, uh, you know, .com and read what the appointment was for her, I better, I now better understand why she made at that time her statement about I've never been to the border, I've never been to Europe for that matter. She was not, there's a whole bunch of uh, personalities involved in the border uh, on the U.S. side of the fence. Uh, her, she's not reporting to, for some people might think she reports to the Homeland Security Department, which she does not. They report to her and to Joe. Uh, but she was appointed to find the root causes, and there were a number of different points that were um, that were um, stated uh, and maybe not publicly stated uh, about how how what are those points what is she actually going to do and when you read them 
and you come to the bottom and you say, okay, now we're going to total up this, this mishmash of different things that she needs to focus on. It really, it really is very removed from how they're going to handle them at the border, the, the immigrants. She did not, she, that is not her function to, to handle the immigrants at the border. The confrontation, the handling, the processing, that's not her deal. She, was, she is focused on the root causes. And a lot of, and all I can say to people, because I don't have enough time here, is to go to, and be careful when you search this. Do not go to Politico, do not go to CBS or Network. Don't go to news organizations reporting it. Go to the very source of, the, of, of how it was stated. And I can see why she hasn't been active at the border. But she has apparently been active in a number of ways in, in hoping to better stem the need for immigration at the source in within those countries. Well, she did go to a and, country, as you know, she did go to a country, and uh, she figured, well, if you can work things out there, people wouldn't want to leave the country, and uh, she made a statement, please don't come, and nobody heard it, and uh, she hadn't done anything. <laughs> okay. That's my opinion, I, I, though. I'm just trying to be a little bit more, because I'm a Republican, and I said, wow, what is she doing? Well, you're a and fair guy. No. why we're not, mm-hmm. we've been, where we've been kind of misled, and this is, this is the point. No, you're where a fair guy, been, you look into things. We, I like that. Mm-hmm. Where we've been, uh, we could t- immediately after this announcement in 21, it's the way it was reported that gave the impression mm-hmm. that somehow the two words, Harris border, were going to be the focus of her initiatives. No, it's not, it's, it's a little, it's, it's somehow the border is again, somehow removed. Mm-hmm. It's figuring out actually, can we get, she, her, another part of what she had to do was, uh, find corporations who are going to help that down in those areas, in those countries, to develop in, in whatever way they is, you know. No, I, I, I got to run, but I, I got to run, but I'm, gl- I'm glad that you look into things that way. I think more people should do that. Thank you. Have a good day. You know, we have different opinions on that. I think it was just a front to make like um, they were doing something out of Washington. And really, she hasn't, in my opinion, done anything, and it's a mess. And certainly, once again, there are people that uh, we want to take in who are in a lot of trouble in their countries, and then there are others just coming from everywhere because, hey, I think things can be better in this country, so keep that door open. And once the president got in and tear down the wall, which was a different wall than the one in Berlin, um, he sent the message, come on down, like the old game show used to say. And, uh, of course, then you have all the drugs pouring in, and you have uh, all the kidnappings, and it's just, it is a total mess. And we have a... 
couple of minutes before noon if you want to squeeze in a call at 889-5252. But that's my opinion. Your opinion's welcome, too. All opinions are welcome here at 889-5252. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. We're going to hear some words from Martin Luther King a little bit later on, and uh, we've got a plethora of things, including our lunchtime oldies, which is uh, just a break, just a lot of fun with the music, and we hope uh, a good diversion and an interesting mix for you. Hmm? How would you like to get into a contest like this? Jeffrey Esper has won the World Bagel Eating Championship over the weekend in Vegas. I love bagels, but come on. 17 and three-quarter bagels with cream cheese in eight minutes. How can you keep that down? Jeffrey took home $7,500 in cash. Well, that's how he could do it. 17 and three-quarter bagels with cream cheese in eight minutes. They must have a a lot of medical people on hand in case that doesn't work work out there, huh? But he won $7,500 in cash. I don't think he went home and had another bagel. Probably not. People do that. Well, they'll do anything for money, right? That's generally it. In Siberia... It was minus 80. AccuWeather. Most of America was in a deep freeze over the weekend. Nothing like Siberia, where temperatures reached 80 below zero. Imagine you don't go out then, huh? Those were the coldest temperatures in the country since uh, 1942. Some accordion players still took the street to try to make money by playing on street corners. (laughs) Your fingers must have got frostbite. Can't even imagine. 80 below zero. Be filling up the oil tank every day. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310. And we're on FM 294.53 DB. After the news, we'll have uh, some interesting tunes. It's noon now. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. A Utah Republican congressman says the idea that President Biden didn't know about the classified documents found at his home is nonsense. We have details on the story from correspondent Bernie Bennett. Representative Chris Stewart said on Sunday that the notion that President Biden did not realize he had classified documents in his possession was nonsense because of the classified markings and red cover sheet that accompanies such material. Stewart, an Air Force veteran, said that he has dealt with classified information for most of his life. But he also stipulated that it was unlikely that the documents found in Mr. Biden's possession would be a threat to national security, the same statement he made about classified documents found after former President Trump left the White House. The House Judiciary Committee announced on Friday that it was launching its first look in to the Biden documents. Bernie Bennett, Washington. Also at townhall.com, the death toll has risen to 40 in a Russian strike on an eastern Ukraine town. And experts now looking uh, at Moscow's war strategy. A Ukrainian official says the death toll from the weekend Russian missile strike on an apartment building in Dnipro has risen to more than 30, 
while the regional governor says rescuers continue searching through the rubble for more victims. Dozens of others are still missing after the Saturday strike. About 1,700 people lived in the multi-storey building. Residents say there were no military facilities at the site. The strike comes amid a major barrage of Russian cruise missiles across Ukraine. I'm Charles Zuladesma. And search teams have retrieved the flight data and cockpit voice recorders of a passenger plane that plummeted into a gorge on approach to a new airport in the foothills of the Himalayas. Investigators are looking into the cause of that crash. At least 69 of 72 people aboard were killed. More at townhall.com. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of Trust Link Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. TikTok CEO has met with European Union officials about strict new digital regulations in the 27-nation bloc. The meeting occurred as the Chinese-owned social media app faces growing scrutiny from Western authorities over data privacy, cybersecurity, and misinformation. CEO Xu Zichu and four officials from the EU's Executive Commission discussed concerns ranging from child safety to investigations into user data flowing to China. TikTok is widely popular with young people, but its Chinese ownership has raised fears that Beijing could use it to scoop up user data or push pro-China narratives or misinformation. Jeremy House reporting. The World Economic Forum back with its first winter meetup since 2020 in the Swiss Alpine town of Davos. Nearly 600 CEOs are expected. Breaking news at townhall.com. There is great sadness on the campus of the Georgia Bulldogs. Correspondent Jason Walker with a tragic story involving college football's national champions. Georgia offensive lineman Devin Willick and a staff member have been killed in a car accident just hours after the Bulldogs celebrated their second straight national championship with a parade and ceremony. Two other members of the football program injured in that crash south of Athens. Both are in stable condition. Authorities say the vehicle left the road and struck several trees. The 20-year-old Willick pronounced dead at the scene. The driver, 24-year-old Chandler LaCroix, was taken to a hospital where she later died of her injuries. Jason Walker reporting. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. It's Stu Breyer's Lunchtime Oldies Break, only on WICH AM 1310.
Don't you know what a woman was made for? Don't you know that she was made for man? To hold him tighter with all her affection and give him all the love. She'll be my wife We'll settle down in a cozy little house And then I'll hug and kiss her for the rest of my life We'd start off with a little happy song today on our lunchtime break. The sun's coming out. Temperature's moving up, 35 degrees. Martin Luther King Day, reminding us how important it is. United we stand. Everybody needs to unite. And judge people by the content of their character. That's so simple, isn't it? There's Brotherhood of Man. There's nowhere in the world that I would rather be than with you, my love. And there's nothing in the world that I would rather see than your smile, my love. For united we stand, divided we fall, and if our backs should
a big hit for the Brotherhood of Man. Huh? There's a nice name for a group. The Brotherhood of Man. Mr. Bryant with you WICH. We, uh, I'm going to play a song that's very sensitive and it was sung by Billie Holiday. It was really uh, referring to some of the horrible things that were happening in certain parts of the country down south and Billie called it Strange Fruit. And it's one of the most uh, gut-wrenching songs you're ever going to hear. I want to play it today on Martin Luther King Day.
I wasn't put on the radio, and uh, Billie Holiday sang it, and it uh, gives you shivers, doesn't it? Strange Fruit is the name of the tune with the uh, talented Billie Holiday. On Stu's Lunchtime Oldies, it's the MLK Holiday, MLK Holiday today, and uh, hope young people know why the day off from school is happening today, and we're always hoping people get together more and more. I think we're doing it. We'll keep doing it. Love is but a song we sing. Fears we will die. You can make the mountains ring. Or make the angels cry.
like the present, right? Uh, Get Together, that song was recorded a year before it became a hit. They released it and no one paid attention to it. And then all of the love fests in California were going on and they re-released it and it became a big seller for a group called Youngbloods. You're all familiar with Ray Stevens. He did all those kooky songs, guitars and and the streak, but sometimes he wrote a song and he was dead serious. And this is one of them. Star 
sing to myself every day looking in the mirror that's uh, Ray Stevens what a great guy he is I had an opportunity to interview him a couple of times and he's a genuine down to earth person with a great sense of humor and a very serious heart everything's beautiful how's the weather? it's not bad maybe some sunshine this afternoon Temperatures will get up to 41. We'll take that. Tonight, mostly clear, 25. And Tuesday, partly to mostly cloudy. Chance of a few showers, high 44. Uh, Right now, we're at 37 degrees. Lunchtime oldies with Stu. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. And we're going to be throwing in uh, 50s music as well for you. Got a great mix coming up. Lunchtime oldies. Be back with more of your favorites. This is Nick Kaplinson of Dime Bank. Are you looking for the perfect New Year's resolution? Discover what makes community banking better at Dime with 14 locations throughout Connecticut and Westerly, Rhode Island, including our newest branch in Vernon, Connecticut. If you're suffering from the big bank blues that place profits and shareholders first, Dime is welcoming new customers who've had enough. It's your choice, your bank, your Dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC now open in Vernon. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Rebound. Loose puck. Score! The Huskies win. The ice bus rolls on. Shoot. Score! Empty netter. Closes the door. Huskies will win it. Catch all the action all season long on your home for Yukon hockey. Catch many of the Yukon Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. Well, that's a lot of spirit in those uh, announcing those games, huh? You always know when there's going to be a score. You'll hear it all on WICH 
AM and FM. Of course, you got your Yukon men and your Yukon women. You keep it here at WICH, AM and FM. Stu's with you. Hope you're enjoying the mix of tunes that we have today. We like to mix it up a little bit different from other folks. How about a sweet little song from 1966 from the motion picture of the same name? One of these days they'll call a motion picture of the same name. Actually, it's from Georgie Girl. Nobody you meet could ever see the loneliness there Inside you Hey there, Georgie girl Why do all the boys just pass you by? Could it be you just don't try? Or is it the clothes you wear? You're always window shopping But never stopping to buy So shed those dowdy feathers and fly A little bit Hey there, Georgie girl There's another Georgie deep inside Bring out all the love you hide And oh, what a change there'd be The world would see A new Georgie girl deep inside bring out all the love you hide and oh what a change there'd be the world would see a new georgie girl hey wake up georgie girl i think what was michael kane in that particular movie uh yeah georgie girl here's the theme for you our theme, well, we're playing some songs, getting people together today on our lunchtime oldie break, Martin Luther King Day. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Here's a song we haven't heard in a very long time. I'm sure you know the words to it. Oh, 
just ran into that song in the vault. I said, I feel like that song that I hope you liked it. It's by Kate Smith. 29 minutes before one. Stu's lunchtime oldies. Got an interesting mix for you today. Just think, for those who have been prejudiced through their life, how many good friends you may have missed. Could have been a really good friend if you got to know them. Huh? Here's a song about good friends. Mary McGregor. Don't miss out on any friendships, huh? Oh, 
be your good friend hmm all right there you go that was easy huh well here's a lot of friendly folks proving that most people are so decent and good sometimes you just hear the bad side of things but most people are looking to bring people together like all of these great entertainers got together for usa for africa we are the world See if you can recognize some of the voices of all the people singing in here.
brilliant song. We are the world getting together. Very sad to hear about Lisa Marie Presley over the weekend passed away. Elvis's only child. She was only about, about 53 years old. 53. I learned more about her this past weekend than I knew any time. Because there were so many things about her. She was really special. They have just released a song, I don't have it yet, of uh, her singing with her dad. So hopefully uh, this week we can uh, play that for you. Seems like there's a lot of sad stories going around today. Uh, People uh, that we've grown up with, like Gina Lola Brigida has passed away. Well... We keep you posted and updated on everything. So, uh, Lisa Marie, uh, there's so many things online. If you really want to uh, get to know her a lot better, people know, oh, yeah, she married Michael Jackson. But there's so much more to the story if you want to check it out. In the meantime, here's Elvis. This is I Have a Dream Day, Martin Luther King Day. There's a song called If I Can Dream. be lights burning brighter somewhere got to be birds flying higher in a sky more blue if I can dream of a better land where all my brothers walk hand in hand tell me why oh why oh why can't my dream Understanding sometime strong winds of promise that will blow away the doubt and fear. If I can dream of a warmer sun where hope keeps shining on everyone, tell me why.
was a song that was premiered uh, with Elvis's uh, television special. You may have seen it in 1968. That was his first appearance in, uh, on television in a number of years. He introduced that song, and of, of course, it became a million seller. Yeah. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Becoming partly sunny this afternoon, a breezy day today, 41, cold tonight down to 25. Kind of overcast tomorrow, chance for a few showers up to 44. Then Wednesday looks pretty good, partly sunny, breezy, and very warm, high of 49. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. And our current temperature is uh, looking good. 36 degrees. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. On Wednesday, January 18th, join Dane Rue at the LaGrua Center in Stonington to learn about the history of the Slater Museum and the story of its collection. As museum director, Dane will take audiences into the vault and share exclusive behind-the-scenes photos and pieces that are currently hidden from public view. This free lecture is open to all and is sponsored by the Connecticut Humanities. LaGrua Center is a cultural jam located in Stonington Borough, presenting concerts, art, and speakers to all in the community. You can find more information about this event and other programs at lagruacenter.org. On this Martin Luther King Day, we're throwing in some inspirational songs, getting people together. Here's one uh, by Diana Ross.
And Diana had a lot of hits when she left the Supremes and uh, just carried on a marvelous career. Uh, how about uh, teaching your children at a very young age? Judging people by the content of their character. It's a good way to get them off into the world. Everybody sing along with the rascals. Wonder. Love, now, all the world over so 
because it's coming right on through. Felix and the Rascals, we talked to Felix about a month ago on the program. Really nice man, and the uh, Rascals are still uh, singing. They got back together again, huh? All right, let's look for uh, folks' true colors. Hmm? Cindy Lauper, take you to the news at 1 o'clock, then anything goes next hour. song by Cindy Lauper. News next. WICA 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. It's coming up to 1 o'clock. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Visitor logs from the Biden administration, or residents rather, being sought by Congress. Bernie Bennett has more. House Republicans are seeking two years of visitor logs from President Biden's Delaware home as part of a push for more details about documents marked as classified that were found in Mr. Biden's home and at a Washington office he used after his vice presidency. House Oversight Committee Chair James Comer wrote in a Sunday letter to White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain, quote, Given the serious national security implications, the White House must provide the Washington residence's visitor log. 
Mr. Comer also requested documentation of searches Biden aides conducted, including the identity of the aides and the dates the searches were conducted. Bernie Bennett, Washington. Also at townhall.com, Nepal is in mourning for the 68 people who died when a plane crashed approaching Bogara Airport. Four people remain unaccounted for. Charles Deladesma with that report. Rescue workers are descending down a 984-feet gorge to continue the search where two more bodies were recovered on Monday morning. Scores of relatives and loved ones wait outside a hospital in the tourist town of Pokhara for information. A spokesman for the country's Civil Aviation Authority says a flight data recorder and a cockpit voice recorder have been retrieved. It remains unclear what caused the crash, the country's deadliest airplane accident in three decades, which took place amid mild, non-windy weather. I'm Charles Duladesma. Wall Street closed today in observance of the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday and reopens on Tuesday morning. Stocks were higher Friday on Wall Street as earnings reporting season got underway, providing insights into how companies are navigating high inflation and a slowing economy. More on these stories at townhall.com. Let's see, something costs less, but people are happier with it? That sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month. And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch. So the customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. The World Wildlife Federation looking for people to help its count of walruses as part of its research to help preserve the species. This is the second phase of the WWF's Walrus Detective Project. The first got the public to go through half a million satellite images to pinpoint those containing walruses. Now they've been found, the WWF want people to go to their website and count how many of the animals are in each frame. That information will help form a full population census and enable scientists to better understand how they're coping as their world rapidly changes. BBC correspondent Jonah Fisher. Italian film legend Gina Lollobrigida, who achieved international stardom during the 50s, has died in Rome. According to her agent, she was 95. Lola Brigida, also an accomplished sculptor, painter, and photographer. Breaking news at townhall.com. Democrats in the Missouri House are livid. Women who serve in the House will face a tougher dress code as they return to the floor this week after a debate that Democrats described as a pointless distraction. The new rules require female legislators and staff members to wear a jacket, such as a cardigan or a blazer. The Republican lawmaker who introduced the change said it was done to ensure decorum and mirror the men's dress. 
dress code. Democrats call it ridiculous. Jason Walker reporting. Police investigating after a clouded leopard escaped from her enclosure in the Dallas Zoo that a cutting tool was used to intentionally make an opening in the fence of the small cat's habitat. A day-long search ensued. The zoo was closed. She was discovered by late afternoon. More on these stories at townhall.com. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. I used to live near the Franklin Park Zoo in Roxbury, and I was afraid that the lions were going to get out. Ew. Fortunately, they didn't. Welcome back to our program. Eight eight nine five two five two is our number if you'd like to check in on any subject. Also, we'll play a little bit of the uh, famous speech by Dr. Martin Luther King this hour. Anything goes. Let's. Uh, well, this is an interesting one. <laughs> a lot of interesting things, I'll tell you. Connecticut always likes to compete against neighboring states for their best economic advantage. Officials closely monitor the taxes and policies just over the border. But top officials are questioning a bill in the state legislature that calls for matching Massachusetts and New York by allowing some bars to remain open until 4 a.m. Really, is that necessary? Remain open till 4 a.m.? I don't know. Is that? I don't know. I don't get that one. The nearby MGM Springfield Casino serves drinks on the gambling floor until 4 a.m. Governor Ned Lamont and House Speaker Matt Ritter of Hartford are not sold on the idea because too many accidents occur on the roads during late hours. So maybe that won't happen. 4 a.m. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi, what's up? Hey, hey, I was just figuring on the whole, all of New England, people that traveled, you traveled, you lived at places. What was the most friendly place you ever knew, and what was the most unfriendly place you ever knew? I couldn't really give you an answer on that. You know, every place I go, there are some people that are extremely friendly. Most are, and then there's some that are not. I, I don't know. Do you have an answer to that? Well, I think uh, I don't want to down Massachusetts and Boston, but, you you will. Come, but there was a certain part of it that uh, I, I only know from in the 1990s when I had a job delivering uh, plants in Somerville, Massachusetts, north of Boston, I think it is. People, they ne- weren't necessarily non- not friendly, but they were very defensive. So there must have been a lot of crime there. Everything was fenced up. You couldn't get in the in the Home Depot lot without them coming out to unlock it. Mm. And the most friendly one I've ever been to, same being Home Depot, was uh, Rockland, Maine. And it was just like uh, living in the country and, you know, as nice as a campground. So I think I think that'd be a good subject for people to call on today. Yeah, that's not a bad subject, my friend. I mean, I... Um it's kind of an individual thing. For instance, checking out from the eye doctor today, I thought the person that was giving me the, uh, you know, the next appointment, I didn't think she was too friendly, and but most people are. Yeah, there's always one in there that makes us, you know, look down on everybody, but we really shouldn't on everybody. That's right. You shouldn't judge it by one person. Yeah, that's right, Stu. Good stuff. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank you. This is an excerpt from uh, one of Martin Luther King's uh, famous speeches. 
And uh, we're going to have that in just a moment. We're going to have it, uh, yeah, I think we'll do that right now, as a matter of fact. And then we'll, we'll have an open forum. So this is uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, that famous speech. So even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. that one day down in Alabama with its vicious racist, with its governor having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification. One day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. dream that one day every valley shall be exalted and every hill and mountain shall be made low the rough places will be made plain and the crooked places will be made straight and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together this is our hope this is a faith that I go back to the south with with this faith we will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope with this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day. This will be the day when all of God's children will be able to sing with new meaning, My country tears of thee. Sweet land of liberty of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. And if America is to be a great nation, 
this must become true. And so let freedom ring from the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire. Let freedom ring from the mighty mountains of New York. Let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring, and when this happens, and when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city. We will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, we are free at last. How's that, huh? Still gives you goosebumps today, huh? The famous speech by Dr. Martin Luther King on MLK Day. And uh, I think we're getting better. I think people are getting better, and I think most people are decent and don't feel that prejudice that many, many years ago was so so much more prevalent, in my opinion. So uh, who's got a birthday tomorrow? Michelle Obama's going to be 59. Jim Carrey, 61. Muhammad Ali would have been 81 today. Maury Povich is 84 tomorrow. The reason I'm reading tomorrow's birthdays is because today's I don't know a lot of the people. (laughs) Earl Jones, 92. And Betty White would have been 101 tomorrow. So there's a lot of birthdays that uh, people that will know tomorrow. Today I'll have to look them up. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Hi, Stu. Hi. Hello. Um, I'm thinking of uh, presidential um, debates, campaigns, when they come up. Yes. And when Biden was up there, and there's a few others, um, and they were debating, and they were putting down each other and just challenging each other... Uh, did you notice that after they get elected, they appoint their opponents to, like, um... They do? Kamala... Huh? Okay. Oh, we were talking about, like, Kamala Harris. Yeah, she was... She went after uh, Joe Biden big time in the primaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she becomes vice president, and then Buttigieg, who was challenging... He becomes head of Department of Transportation. Mm-hmm. So how do you think that's going? Not very good, right? Well, it's, you know... It so depends. can you imagine if they were president? I don't know if it would be better or not. You, you're, until you're in that hot seat, you don't know. Okay. They're uh, not, they're not the people that I would like to see as president. They seem to be um, preoccupied, really, by the small stuff. Uh, right now and just 
fluffing it as I see it. Um, the other thing uh, was what what did Wonder, uh, Wonder Man? I had something to say to that. What he was asking. He was asking well, which places are the friendliest and what places are the least friendly that people have been oh, to. Oh, yes. I just wanted to say um, how you surround yourself is the happiest. I think it's not any one place or area. It's uh, just how you surround yourself. Uh any one place, it doesn't matter. I had a friend who says, you know, if, uh, give somebody a smile, they'll they'll give you a smile back. Yes. Oh, which brings me to this, which I told you I do. I always smile, say, how are you? I go to a local um, store, and I got a few items. I'm cashing out. This is young guy. He has one of those... Um, uh, snow caps on, uh, oh, a, a white T-shirt, kind of wrinkled and whatever. I'm cashing out. And I says, hi, how are you? And he looks at me and he says, shitty. Uh, and I thought to myself, this is... Well, he was being it, honest, I guess. Well, he's a representative of that business. No, I understand. I, it's, ter- it's terrible. Uh, you're right. He represents so, the business, and you that's... know, I and I said something to him because I says I'm a customer. You know, I, I'm thinking of uh, uh, you're representing, you know, a store. This other uh, girl who is kind of stacking um, the things by the register was looking, and that's what I said, and you know. He kind of turned to get my change, and he's yawning. So uh, I get my change, and I leave him like... Well, most people this. are not, yeah. Huh? You left him a tip? Uh, at Walmart, no. Okay. No, no. I, I'm just saying um, customer service uh, lacks in professionalism. Well, I see, what, from my perspective, yeah, there are a few once in a while, but most people seem friendlier than ever with customer service. Yeah, but we got to uh, work on a lot of things. Okay, thanks. Thank i got to go. Hi, WICH. Good afternoon. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi. Yeah, has anybody seen the $10 million, um supposed to honor Martin Luther King statue that some... Oh, you mean the arms? It's in the it's in the paper today in the day paper. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get the paper yet. It's, a, it's an odd looking in. Supposed to be when he when he it's supposed to be when he got the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, well, so. I've been hearing about it, and it's like, what is it? That's about it that I can say. I find you it know, very strange. Yes, people I do. People have talked about um, the legalization of marijuana and stuff, and I know they open pot places in Norwich and this and that and everything else. Well, on um, I noticed a paper I had saved because it had to do with dogs, and it was on December 18th. And it says on the top, this is the day, we thought our dog was having a stroke. She was stoned. And it's a half a page, and it talks about how dangerous it is 
for dogs and cats and pets to ingest marijuana? Well, unless the owners of those pets are n- real nut jobs, uh, it's ridiculous and it's dangerous. And they say the gummies um, are sugar-free with that Z. Uh, well, it's X Y L I T O L, and mm-hmm. that is fatal for dogs and animals, and it can cause liver damage and everything. Now, um, the other thing they were saying, because I remember when Colorado did it a few years back, and the first thing, yeah, uh, dogs and everything were being brought in because they ingested it, and they had to be saved, but it was little kids getting in the gummies, and... I knew this was going to happen. I was even going to mention it, and I just backs up what I was thinking, because it says we're not. This is a veterinarian, and it says um, we're not going. Uh, we're not the cops. We're not going to report you. Our job as a vet is just to help the pet. But she described situations where family members had to be separated to get someone, parents or the kids, to admit to having possessed the ingested stash, but I take it one step higher. If you're an adult and you've got marijuana in the house, the real stuff, not CBD gummies, and you got little kids and they get into it, is this going to be a new way for the DCF to take your kids away? Well, I don't know about that, but a parent should be responsible and there should be some penalty for uh, having your kids get into the dope. Yep. So, you know, that's one thing that I disagree with Democrats pushing. I don't think it should have been okay to cross... Well, Okay, give me one more thing and I gotta go. Okay, one more thing. Have you been hearing about all the whales washing up dead on the beaches in New Jersey? Yes, they think it may be from the windmills, but they're not sure. I was hearing somebody talk about that, a woman who's on the whale side... Do you know those windmills? This is what she claims, okay? She says they are going to be as tall as the Chrysler building, and one blade on one of those big old things is going to be as long as the Statue of Liberty. And she said that a million acres, which is equivalent of how big the park is with the Grand Canyon, is what is going to be up and down the East Coast. That's what's killing the whales. It's not the lobster fishermen. And she's all up in arms, and I would be too. Where's Greenpeace? Where, where'd they go? They should be sticking up for the whales. And the other thing I read in one of my magazines, i got to dig it out. Do you know the Biden administration is selling leases to European countries to put them things up? No wonder ours is called Orsted. I think that's a Norway company. So it must be true what I read. But All right, Susie, thank hey, you. See you later. You know? Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Well, it hasn't been seven, I guess it's been seven days since they legalized cannabis. Yeah, one opened up in Montville. There'll be about three that will be opening up later in Norwich. Mm -hmm. That's not good. Um, We already have people injured from it because they used it. So naturally, now they're impaired. And the state police last Monday were apprehensive about it. I saw an article on the internet 
and our state public safety officers were saying, hey, you know, this is going to be an uptick in incidents, and they are absolutely correct. There's going to be a very small percentage of people that benefit from this, and there's going to be a heck of a lot more uproar, and I hope that I, I think this governor needs to give up, and I, I think we need him out of office. Um, when you consume alcohol, it does constrict your thinking capabilities, and he's been doing that. He's been drinking, I believe. Who's and been drinking? The governor? I, uh, yeah. How well, do you know that? You know, if you're invited to a dinner in Washington, D.C. to toast it up with the president of Europe and the president of the United well, States, I, could have I, guess, one drink, maybe. I guess you're not going to pass it up, right? No, but you don't have to drink a whole bunch. It doesn't matter. Alcohol constricts your thinking, period. But at any rate, I know. <laughs> I, I've done, I, I research everything that I do. And like I said, this is going to benefit a very, very, very small percentage of consumers. Um, I was apprehensive about medical marijuana, and I, I was right. Um, I had a, an acquaintance that I went to the casino with a couple of times. I've never gambled, but she was all gung-ho on this medical marijuana, and it didn't solve any problems. It made her problems much worse. So I, I think that well, that's just one case. Have an across-the-board product that's going to benefit mm-hmm. a large percentage of people. It just doesn't work that way in reality. All right, thanks for your points. Appreciate yeah, it. Bye. Just because one case doesn't go well, that doesn't mean the medical marijuana doesn't help uh, other people. And certainly, I I know people who are helped significantly by it. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi there. Good. I have no problem with medical marijuana. Okay. Um, the other, mar- you know, opening it up to the public, I, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about what will happen. Um, you know, and I think the state is so focused on the money that they're going to make from this that they're not seeing the other the other problems with it. Um, somebody talked about the dogs. You know, dogs will eat anything. Well, you know, they drop it on the floor and, and they eat it. And there are many vets in, you know, not, not necessarily in Connecticut because we just opened up, but like in New York, um, people will bring their dogs in because they're acting crazy and they're like, marijuana, they're high. You know, um, so it even happened to one of the... Um, one of the people on the five on her dog mm-hmm. um, got sick from marijuana. Anyway. Well, there's no cure the whales, for stupidity. The so. whales. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I heard from somebody that's a whale advocate. What they're doing, in, to put the wind, wind turbines in, they have to, they have to drill or, or have an explosion. That explosion is so, is loud and Wheels go based on they they move based on on the, their hearing, and if their hearing gets hurt because of this, that's what's partially causing them to to beach because they really don't know where they go. You know they've lost mm-hmm. their sense of direction. So wind turbines, even if they're not 
they're not hurt by the turbines themselves. They're hurt because of them putting them in. And of course, they want them all the way down the East Coast. And it also affects the fish. There's certain areas that they can't fish now, and those are good areas. So it's really hurting the small business of fishermen and lobstermen and um, all the way down the coast. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of that, yes. Mm -hmm. You know, anyway, the other thing I wanted to say, what what gets me, like um, Donald Trump, they went in, you know, bought guns blazing, maybe not guns blazing, but they brought a whole bunch of FBI in that. And um, then they they appointed a special, uh, you know, a special counsel. But once they've appointed the special counsel, Nobody but the special counsel and whoever they designate should be able to get to these this material. Yet Biden's attorneys are still finding papers. Doesn't that that doesn't make sense to me? You know, nothing makes too much sense to me anymore, out of Washington. I don't know what to tell you, but uh, we just hope that everything is fair and just, and there's no rigging. <laughs> I can I dream, can't I, know. I? I mean. Yeah, Mark Levin says it's because he was talking to to somebody um, and that they're going to do an investigation, you know, of Hunter Biden and stuff. And that's why they were going to try to keep all this stuff secret. And then they, they opened up about it because that's the other thing. If you find something November 2nd, why are you now finding stuff in January? Well, you should have gone through everything. We know the reason. Prior to January, so... The whole thing, and and now we have Omar or whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. She's she's knocking him, and even his friend in South Carolina, Clyburn, is is questioning what's going on. So um, he's losing support. Well, I don't think um, I don't think either side. Well, I don't think the Democrats really want him to run. I don't think they feel he's capable of doing that so um, I don't believe he's going to run no matter what they discover. I got to run but thank you thanks for the call Uh, let me take a short break we'll get to another call 889-5252 is our number Indoor growing season is upon us Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair has a full line of vegetables and flower seeds in stock now from peat pots to grow lights Johnson's Hardware has what you need to get a head start on your garden this winter Johnson's Hardware carries Costa Maine Sprout Island Blend organic and natural seed starter soil, free of undesirable toxins. An organic potting mix is the best choice for seed starting, especially when growing edible plants. It's specifically designed for germinating seeds, rooting cuttings, and growing them into healthy, disease-resistant plants. Did you know Johnson's Hardware has the lowest birdseed prices around? With over 100 feeders in stock, you can find the right one for your backyard. Have your power equipment tuned up and ready to go by one of Johnson's certified repairmen. You can count on them to keep it running in tip-top shape all season long. Visit Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair at 44 Hill Road in Groton or online at johnsonsrental.com. If you don't start there, the Breezeline Winter there. Cinema Series is... 
Pet owners, homeowners, and wild bird enthusiasts, Fleming's Feed has what you need and the advice to go along with it. Hi, this is Ambry to say thank you for shopping with us in 2022. We look forward to serving you in our 38th year in 2023. Do you feed the birds? Have a dog, cat, horse, goats, chickens? Heat with pellets, coal, or wood? Snow's coming? Need it curbside or a delivery? We've got you at Fleming's Feed in Preston and Stonington seven days a week. And remember, shopping locally owned and operated stores will help keep America strong for all of us. The Breeze Line Winter Cinema Series is back at the Guard in New London. Their state-of-the-art digital projection system creates the best movie viewing in the region. Their popular winter film series starts January 26th and will feature 20 or more critically acclaimed, Oscar-nominated, and Golden Globe-winning movies. A limited number of season passes are available for only $65. Go to guardarts.org for more information and the movie lineup. Sponsored in part by the Secor Auto Group, Hall Communications, and Blueprints Unlimited. The Breeze Line Winter Cinema Series starts January 26th at the Guard in New London. Stu Breyer with you, WICHAM and FM, in case you just joined us. Hello. 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 There's always room for hello. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello, Father Stu. Hello, Boston, Boston Benny. What's up? I'm back for the ninth inning. Okay. <laughs> and the bases <laughs> and are loaded. Uh, mm-hmm. Responding to the callers, uh, not only on this show, but last week, the concerns about the cannabis opening up mm-hmm. businesses in in Norwich, and I just like to put the say this: I believe Norwich has realized that they can become make a difference. The, the residents, the people that live here, they they stop the six roundabouts, and they impacted the large aircraft flying over top of them they can do something about this if they if they really feel that way you know they could get together start a a movement and 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 uh yeah there certainly there's many people that say hey why not yeah so, people are smoking anyway so yeah the weather's going to get you know warmer and people need to think about getting together and seeing what they can do about their hometown. That's so. That's what I have to say. And okay, thanks a lot. Thanks for your input. Listen, uh, one of the good things about it is that uh, this pot being sold on the streets, and I don't know if that's ever going to stop, and that could be laced with something that could be fatal. So at least they'll be watching it closely to make sure it's. Not laced with anything but pot, whatever is in there. You know what I mean? So there are some things that, uh, for safety reasons, could be okay. But I'm certainly not naive to the potential danger. (laughs) Definitely not naive to that. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Good afternoon to you. Hello there, my friend. What's up? Um, I'm... Uh, commenting on a gentleman he called earlier today about the bakery over in uh, Hopkinton, which is West Bakery. Yes, we were talking about uh, that delicious treat. The Bismarck, yes. The Bismarck. Now, I don't know if they're cl- they're closed like for a month in the winter. I don't know if it's this month or next month or what it is. Um, but they close usually about three or four weeks this time of year. Goodness, that's, when, that's when we need it the most, Bismarcks, in the winter. And that's so, um, I don't know exactly when, but uh, um, 
And also, they're only open four days a week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, early in the, if that gentleman is listening, if he wants to know, it's um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 6 to 3, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then 6 to 1 on Sunday. So why don't more bakeries make that? Is it that difficult? I, I don't know, but you know what they did lately? Last time I was in there, which was maybe two or three months ago, the Bismarck's used to be, um, I don't know, you know, you had them because I brought you some. Mm-hmm. But they used to be, I don't know, $1.95, around $2 per each one. Yeah. Then, though, what they did, believe it this or not, they cut them in half and they charged more. Oh, no, they're not as big? No, they're not. They're half, half the size. They're just biz. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I yeah, don't right. like that. So, and they're more money. <laughs> that figures. So, um, I don't know what to say. I mean, maybe they went back to the original. People complained. Who, who knows? I don't but know. But last time I was there was tw- less, you know, shorter, le- uh, half the size, and more money. Hmm. Uh, so they're over $2 for the small pieces, like they were around $2 for the large pieces. So, um, But anyway, it's on Route 3, Route 3 in, in um, Hell Valley. Well, I appreciate the tip. I'm very so, upset that they're cutting it in that half. gentleman wants to know how to, you know, that's where they are. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's, they're not open Sunday. They're not open Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. He's got to wait till Thursday. Um, well, thank you. So. At least we'll know what to expect when we get there. Okay, but don't be shocked. Then you go in and see that's just, just, oh, my goodness. But the breakfasts are really good. If you want to go for breakfast, that was just really, really extraordinary breakfast. Oh, Okay. With okay, so um, for dessert. in case anyone wants to go down there, uh, take care, and I'll call you again you yep. know, on some other day. Good to hear how from was you. Your drive in? How was your drive-in today? Was it kind of slippery or not too bad? Not too bad. Just as I was uh, entering the ballpark, um, it started to get a little weird, but it was fine. Thank you. Yeah. It was good. Okay, that's good. Well, take care. Bye-bye. You too. Thank you. Yeah, well, we had a little hail this morning, just a little, you know, just hail. You know it's hail because it's raining one minute, and then you hear click, 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 and uh, it's making a noise. Hmm? Hail can be uh, a dangerous thing, but it didn't last very long, so that was good. Just a little bit. Really? Yeah, that's all. Just a little bit. On Wednesday, January 18th, join Dane Rue at the LaGrua Center in Stonington to learn about the history of the Slater Museum and the story of its collection. As museum director, Dane will take audiences into the vault and share exclusive behind-the-scenes photos and pieces that are currently hidden from public view. This free lecture is open to all and is sponsored by the Connecticut Humanities. LaGrua Center is a cultural jam located in Stonington Borough, presenting concerts, art, and speakers to all in the community. You can find more information about this event and other programs at LaGruaCenter.org. 94.5 and 1310-WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Imagine a cuckoo clock that doesn't cuckoo. Get that fixed. Phil will do it. He'll even make a house call. And does he know his stuff, huh? Unbelievable. 
So today is the 16th of January, 2023. On this day in history, Mickey Mantle is elected to Baseball's Hall of Fame. Can't imagine anybody that voted against him. Can you imagine that? Hmm? I think it maybe was the first uh, time he ran for it. I don't know, but he was in the Hall of Fame on this day in 1974. What else happened on this day in 1985? Hugh Hefner took the staples out of Playboy magazine, ending a 30-year tradition of stapling centerfold models in the belly button. The decision made the centerfold more difficult to remove. Oh, my goodness. Hey, remember this guy? 1988, Jimmy the Greek Snyder was fired from CBS for making a racist comment. My goodness. And on this day in 1991, George Foreman's wife, Joan, gave birth to yet another son, number five for George. The couple already had three sons, George II, George III, and George IV. George is George V. <laughs> Gorgeous George. Oh, I love these things, this day in history. Boy, I didn't know this one. Bill Cosby's son, Ennis, was shot to death in 1997. Boy, that's a sad story. Hmm. And in 2004, Michael Jackson pled not guilty to child molestation charges. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama launched a successful bid for the White House in 2007. Okay. How about a dumb crime act? Here it is. Bank robber leaves phone behind. KCRG says Pensacola, Florida police recently had an easy time arresting a bank robber. Rashecka Marshall handed a note to a teller demanding $3,000. The teller refused Marshall's request. Marshall left the tank but forgot her phone on the counter. The police got it and had an easy time locating her. She was charged with robbery. I wonder if they just called her and they said, um, we're outside. Come out with your hands up. <laughs> Oh, lordy, lordy. Oh, neighbors are suing a noisy rooster. Maryland couple is being sued by their neighbor because they have a noisy rooster. How do you make a rooster soft? Cock-a-doodle-doo. Neighbors have been complaining about Wilbur since he arrived in August. Wilbur's owners refuse to get rid of him. If Wilbur and his owners are found guilty in excessive noise, they could be fined $5,000. Ooh. That's a tough one. Aren't those roosters supposed to wake people up in the morning? That's their job. Welcome to the program. Yeah, hi. Hi. Um, Stu, um, the, that good-looking uh, young man uh, from uh, Oklahoma was the hero of so many kids back in the, the 60s that uh, if you didn't know the name Mickey Mantle, Boy, something was wrong as oh, a kid. Yeah. Everybody was, knows he, Mickey. That card was in everybody. Everybody wanted that baseball card. Especially now. <laughs> oh, well, oh, yeah, yeah. Mickey Mantle, what a what a story. Yeah, I had a restaurant down. I wish I had gone to it. I'd never been to it. I never had the opportunity to go to it did when I was there. Did, did, he have the best, did he have the best baseball name anyway, Mickey Mantle? <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yes, he did. Sure. I don't know if that was his real name. I think uh, it Mickey. was, actually. I don't know. I really think I, it was. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. 
but I want to just throw this uh, this stupid little prediction out. Okay. Uh, for what for into the what it's worth department. One of the things you know, as you can tell, I've got a little bug for uh, politics. But uh, one of the things that uh, uh, the Democrats—I can't say the Republicans aren't—but the Democrats, in my opinion, are are masters uh, in the art of deflection. Uh, something brews on the right side, something something is bigger on the left side very shortly thereafter. It always seems like they, they have a way of getting something off the front page. Uh, so my prediction is this. February 7th is the State of the Union address, and at that State of the Union address, uh, Mr. Biden will resign. Resign before the end of his... Uh... Yes, sir. Resign the presidency... Uh, I can't believe that his advisors are uh, I, to endure this. Uh, the Democrats. It's not about Joe now. It's about the Democratic Party. Uh, when it's this this much, if he was a much younger man, I would say no. It's not necessary. But uh, given given the nature of the problems that surround him, uh, that are are really personal. His son, those documents, his house. Um, and other other things that uh, have caused the Democratic Party to kind of like find themselves going in reverse. Uh, they need a bigger story on the front page, and the bigger story is Joe resigning at the uh, on that at that time. Uh, if people say, "Well, where's where? What does she do, and where has she been?" Personally, I think that she's when not in public in the public eye, the eye of the media. She's hunkered down somewhere in the classroom, being very much indoctrinated into the politics of the world, the politics of uh, of government, things that she, every president probably goes through in that period from the time they're elected to the time they take office. Um, but I think she's in that period right now. And I, I, I think it's a big enough story that would get him off the front page and into you know the third page of the, of the paper. That's my that's my prediction. Well, that's interesting. Who knows? Well, okay. I'm sure <laughs> it doesn't cost me anything to predict. I'm I'm sure that she is uh, being groomed. I would say that's for sure. Yeah, and I think that uh, there's, there's, there's he, he's just uh, you know, hey, the man he he served. He, it's best for the party that he move on uh, and let that all be handled on the second and third page of the paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let them let them tackle new issues as uh, that come up uh, with Kamala as president. All right, That's we'll see how your buddy. prediction works. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Bye. Any other predictors out there? Eight eight nine five two five two is the telephone number. We have time for a few more calls on this Martin Luther King Day. I think we should probably get in a little funny thing, too, like a little humor. Always like to throw in some humor and leave you with a smile here and there. So let's uh, see if we can get this right now. You know, he's a very funny man. Remember the uh, television show, Everybody Loves Raymond? We're going to try to play something by uh, Ray Romano coming up. So stick around, and uh, hopefully we'll get that for you. In the meantime, 
Speaking of I Have a Dream, I wanted to get this song in today on Martin Luther King Day. Sweet little song, huh? I have a dream. All right, let's have a little fun with Ray Romano, because everybody loves Ray Romano. Thank you so much, you people. You're in too good a mood. Really, come, with, come back with me to New York. Would you do that? It's the healthy thing. That's what it is, right? You're all healthy. I'm trying. I'm trying to do the health thing. I started jogging. Let me give you some advice if you're going to jog. Don't do what I did. Really, no, go with someone who is as pathetic as you are. Really, no, this helps. Because my friend runs like five miles a day. I said, okay, let me try. And I got about half a mile and I'm dying. And this guy, he won't let me stop. Oh no, keep going, keep going. You'll get your second win, believe me. You know, I found out something about myself. I have only one wind, okay? And it's a, it's a breeze. I'm trying the health thing. My wife's into health food, so I'm trying that. I have to. I have to do everything that wifey says. <laughs> married? Married people? Married? Yeah? How long? How many years? Oh, good, good. Did you live together before you got married? Oh, wow. That's, that's not her husband for you in TV land. Well, you've got a good system. You'll be married for the rest of your life this way. Really, could I teach me how you do that? 
Well, good. Well, your husband. Did you live with your husband before you got married? Uh, no, I didn't. You didn't? No, I didn't do this either. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm thinking this might have been a better idea, really, to live with you two before I got married. <laughs> you three, should I say. I'm sorry. Uh, no, because I'm finding out now, when you live with a woman, there are certain duties that a man is just automatically given. That I, you know, I knew about the, I knew the common ones, the garbage. I'm finding out the obscure ones now. I'm find, for example, I'm finding out I am the official bug killer of the house. Yeah, I'm on 24-hour alert. It is. I, I have a bug beeper I've got to carry. It's, why, ladies? We don't like this. The other day, my wife screamed. I ran up to that bathroom. This thing frightened me, really. This, no, I, I've never seen a bug this large. It, it had graffiti on it. It was a, a New York monster nuclear thing. And my wife is hysterical. What are you waiting for? Kill it! And you can't just rush in and kill a bug like this. You can't. You know, what if I, what if I swing and miss? And I, don't, I don't know if it has the gift of flight, for one thing. I don't, I don't want that kamikaze bug flipping around. Then my wife starts yelling, spray it. My wife thinks you can spray a bug with anything. Just grab any aerosol and spray it to death. Use, use deodorant. I've killed bugs with deodorant. Yeah, it's pathetic. I'm trying to kill this thing with deodorant. And all I could find was the roll-on. This isn't working, honey. This, uh... No, he likes this. He's... He wants his tummy done. Stop. It's re I took a shoe and I smashed it. Yeah, it was ugly. It was. It was gross. It's, it splattered. Yeah. Exactly. And my wife started bitching. Oh, look at the tiles now. Uh, uh, what do you want me to do? Lethally inject the bug? He's dead, okay? You called the bug killer. The bug is dead. All right, now, now there's a mess. I believe that's your jurisdiction. You, uh, relax, ladies. Relax, all right? Is this a Helen Reddy convention? We share, we share. We do, we share. You ever send your husband food shopping when you see him, that is? You ever send him to the supermarket to buy food? He does your laundry. See, that's not the question. No, because I got stuck buying food. This was a trip for me, boy. I don't know how to buy food. I came from an Italian house. Food just got there, you know? I, mean, I thought there were food fairies or something. My wife gives me that big list now and, and coupons, which, you know, so you're laughing because you've never done it, really. No, guys, let me tell you something. You gotta be very secure with your little manhood thing, you know? If, if you can just look or register girl right in her eye, I uh, believe it's 20 cents off on Cocoa Pebbles, okay? Yeah, yeah, 20 cents on the Cocoa Pebbles. Yeah. Go ahead, call the manager. I'm right here. It's hard for us. We have images to protect. We do. Men are very insecure. We're... I went, the other day I went to the movies. I went to the movies with my best friend. You know, I've known this guy my whole life. But still, you ever watch two guys at a movie theater? Yeah, they never, they never want to sit right next to each other. You know, uh, there's always that I'm not a homo seat right there. Okay? This is my heterosexual friend. This is where the homo would have sat, right here. Okay, I gotta go. I'm gonna do an impression here. Yeah, it is. I hope it is. It's just a visual. It's weird, I actually did this for my seventh grade science project. I'll share it with you right now. A Nuclear Explosion by Ray Romano.
This one was his first stand-up uh, appearances. And, of course, he had a very successful sitcom, one that lasted uh, quite a few years, called Everybody Loves Raymond, Ray Romano. So we'll be featuring some of his uh, comedy stand-up this week. I wanted to get this in today. <laughs> and my guest into... This is amazing. Uh, got an email today of colors with the worst names. With millions of colors out there, people needed to get creative to name them all. Not every color makes as much sense as the colors of the rainbow. Many of the names aren't particularly flattering. Here's some colors that have some of the worst named colors in history. This one is called Smaragdine. Smaragdine means emerald green, but it's certainly not an elegant way to say it. Smaglodine. It's a deep green color, similar to the emerald color that won Pantone's color of the year. So if you like that, you may want to call it Smaglodine. Get everybody confused. How about this one? Another name for it, color. So many variations to colors. This one is called coquilicot. Coquilicot is a more complicated word for poppy, used to describe the orange-red color of the famous flowers. It's quite a mouthful in comparison to the name of poppy. Coquilicot. Oh, here's one. Caput mortem. Caput mortem. Not only is caput mortem an unflattering hue, but its meaning is just as peculiar. In Latin, not only is caput mortem an unflattering uh, name, it means worthless remains of a deadhead. It's a mixture of dark brown and purple colors, and it's commonly used in alchemy and oil painting. Good grief. I don't know. Somebody wants to get the last word in, we'll see, because... I don't think we'll ever use these names. Who knows? W-I-C-H-I. You never know. So, gain of function and uh, marijuana is uh, supposed to be uh, helpful and uh, with inflammation and different things. Well, inflammation has different receptors. One of them is the MLK receptor uh, in a cell. But also, uh, you have to think how ironic and paradoxical it is. The gain of function could actually... Uh, uh, manufacture uh, all kinds of disabilities and, and impairments, right? I mean, do you want to drive after uh, gain-of-function uh, enhancement through a uh, substance recently legalized? Uh, I particularly don't want to, because no. right. I've never had it. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know how it would affect me. Well, yeah, well, Bill Clinton never inhaled either. Well, I didn't inhale. I can guarantee that's the truth. If he never inhaled, how could he exhale? I mean, what, what happens to aptuism? I don't know. We'll have, to, we'll have to talk about that another day because i got the news coming up. That's important. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you, sir. Get into the Bill Clinton thing. We don't have time. I'm sorry. i leave you with a pretty good forecast. We may even get a little sneaky sun today. Hither and thither, and the temperatures could get into the low 40s, which I think is pretty good. 
Hope you have a wonderful day, everybody, and please be kind to each other on this Martin Luther King Day. And that's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. Thank you. It's amazing.